Okay. So, yeah. Usually Side I note. just talk a little shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Look, I know we bootleg. We got it. <laughs> this is the last time we're going to be bootleg, though. And... play more of that song for y'all but i didn't realize how long it took for them to actually long start intro. yeah i didn't know that. he knows my soundtrack too though so it's probably supposed to go to some like beautiful scenery so that was SZA and kendrick lamar and i played them because they are grammy nominated artists and you know we all fuck with them yeah and today's but, the grammys yeah today is the grammys and yo we back we are fucking back it's been a minute hi <laughs> So, I haven't seen John since. What? The last episode. <laughs> oh, great. Well, I had to think about that, though. I really thought, like, damn. No, nah, not really. We, we really saw each other, like, one time, though, in between all of that. Dude, life's crazy, man. Women trying to tear the men apart. We didn't do shit to y'all. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody sexually saw y'all ever. Don't y'all miss Joe? Don't y'all just miss Joe? Sexually harassment? Get over it. Hmm. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. He's not kidding. No, that's a joke. That's a no. joke. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, okay, we are back. Mm-hmm. What you been um, up to, man? What's been going on? Um, I hate when people ask me that. <laughs> it gives me, <laughs> I asked you first because it gives me such anxiety when people ask me that. Yeah, I was just fucking. Uh, I don't right know. Uh, not that much though. I'm, I'm not that important. Like I feel like I have a lot going on, but I fucking don't know how to tell you right now. <laughs> But some shit's going on. Still- we pop. Hey, I'll tell you what is popping. Okay. This motherfucking podcast. We back, man. Mm-hmm. Yo, Pink Panty, man. Hey, man, people right. really missed us. No, they didn't. No, I'm... They don't be hitting you up. For some reason... None of my friends care about re- me. It, and that's the funny part. It's your friends who be hitting me up. Talking about some, are y'all coming back? What's going on? What the fuck? What am I supposed to listen to at work? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, um, we're in our planning phase right now. Uh, yeah, we, we're <laughs> really back. just trying to give y'all the best podcast we can give y'all. And this one won't be the best one sound-wise and everything because <laughs> we're kind of still on the last, on how we were doing it last. But I promise you, we got some shit in the works. It's about to be a movement. Now it is going to be pretty dope. Um, but we had to knock this one out. We couldn't wait any longer because people kept asking about it, like you were saying. And uh, yeah, so we're and, here. In complete transparency, we also didn't know if we wanted to come back for a season two. So we were feeling out what it would be like to just not be doing this for a little bit of time. But uh, And John told me, he's like, I quit. <laughs> I said, motherfucker, don't have me looking for another gay homie. <laughs> I gotta, like, I gotta like, befriend somebody I don't even know and shit. You like, know, I was having oh. one of those, like, months. I wouldn't even say a week. I was having one of those actor months where, like, you're stressed out and overwhelmed and things aren't going the way you need them to go. So, like, everything else that you do, you're just like, I don't have time for that. But Joe pulled me back in, you know. Got me I, was back like, to my senses. I was like, hold on. I was like, hold on. Give me a second. Like, like, pump your brakes. Yeah, like let's, let's see what this is. See what we can do with this. And we realized how important the podcast was. Definitely. When we did the live one. 
mm-hmm. and, every, and everybody came through and showed that support. And um, yo, man, fuck, we haven't recorded since then. Yeah, we haven't. And I'm, you know what? This is a good time to actually. Was that like before Thanksgiving? <laughs> That's a long ass time ago. I think it was after Thanksgiving. Okay. Because you had, I think so. I don't know, bro. Maybe not. I think it was before. Okay, maybe. I know we had to do it before something because you had something going on and you weren't going to be available. <laughs> that just sounds so, like, pretentious. Nah, but you had something important. Like, you just weren't going to have, uh, you were tied up and, I mean, you act. So, you know, if you get get a role or something. Oh, you're right. So, it was definitely before December. But, yeah, it's been a while. But we back. Let's actually review that episode. That I mean, we talked about we we're gonna review the year, but yeah, shit, it all kind of mattered right then, and it's it's still mattering. The yeah. Me Too movement basically is what we um kind of surrounded that episode around. It was a live episode. I don't know if some of y'all tuned in on Instagram. We did it partially live. We you know recorded it with a room full of people and had some talk back and discussion. It was it was pretty good. It was great. It was a little therapeutic, honestly, for some folks, but. Yeah, man, it was it was beautiful. Um, we had about thirty people or so mm-hmm. showed up. Um, folks came through and gave us their gave us some emotion, man. Yeah, that we were not expecting. Like I didn't, I was not ready for that. Joe almost dropped a motherfucking tear, and my little bitch ass dropped a few. You know he did. <laughs> I was like, come on, man, with these stories. Oh, Lord, it's so sad. Like, it's just the, the the level of shit that women have to deal with that they just swallow and keep moving forward with. And we don't ever, we never have to know about it. So we don't have to carry those burdens. Yeah. So when they open up about it, it's overwhelming. And it was super important for men to hear. Mm-hmm. Because I hear a lot of men say, like, this can't be real. That, that can't be... Like, they making up some shit. Yeah. But then we have people who you see every day telling you, like, this shit happened to me. Yeah. That shit happened to me. Um, that shit happened to my homegirl. Like, and you're like, what the fuck? This is really going on? Yes. And um, a lot of times we, we don't realize how we are somewhat responsible for the things that happen. Mm. Because of the society we live in, it's just, you know, a lot of times it's the way we were raised, you know. The cat calling and shit like that, you know, just making people feel uncomfortable, you know, and on the street, even at work, the stairs, the all that shit, you know, you don't think it's a problem, you know, you think it's normal, but this is what I told to some of my uh, homeboys. <clears throat> I was like, all right, or even just some dudes that mm-hmm. I that questioned it. I said, okay, let's talk about the workplace. Let's say. Like, I'm like, you're hetero, right? It would say, yeah. Like, all right, so let's say you worked at a spot where there's maybe like majority, let's say four or five gay dudes there. You know, dudes are looking at you, giving you stares, looking at you <laughs> up and down, telling you how nice you look in, your, in that suit. Oh, you know, have you been working out? <laughs> you know, just every day, every single day, a, a comment like that, a stare, something. Talking about, you know, how attractive you are mm-hmm. or, you know, just your your physical stature, whatever. Every day you get it. How comfortable are you right now? And they That's were like, real. and they would get it. It was like, I ain't gonna, I'm not on the level of how 
you know, my boy Dave Chappelle made that shit make sense. Man. Uh, um, like at Man. the end of his comedy special. I but just watched the I feel like that was a good com- I feel like I, that was a pretty good comparison because they finally got it. They were like, you're right. Yeah. Like, because it's not, because you want women to just get over it. Oh, dudes are going to look. But you, your ass probably couldn't get over that shit. Mm-hmm. You probably want to fight. Like, what you looking at? Yeah. I'm sure you would say that. And in, in all honesty, I had to check myself, like, while I was, while, uh, you know, the Me Too movement was in its, like, heated, like, when motherfuckers was dropping, like, flies around <laughs> November, December, I had to, like, kind of reflect on my own actions a little bit, like, damn, am I, like, what? where do I draw the line between complimenting somebody that's straight and coming off creepy, like... Because like you said, like the continuous everyday shit and you work with somebody, it becomes like habitual and then you don't realize this is snowballed into this is this is sexual harassment. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, as soon as a person feels uncomfortable, it's basically sexual harassment. Mm. So you should probably not do it anyway. <laughs> like, because like you don't know where it's going to go. You don't want to make them uncomfortable. And yeah. there's a way to do it. Be a little player about yourself. You know what I mean? You can get a phone number and then holler in. Just saying. But it's what are they doing to get that number? Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying you can easily say, so what are you doing later? Let's hang out. That's not creepy. That's not nothing. Like, yo, that's simple. Like, you want to hit a happy hour or something, motherfucker. And then if they say no. Then move on. (laughs) Move Move the fuck on. Move on, man. Don't make it your priority. I'm going to make her change her mind. No, you're probably not. In fact, if you leave her alone, she may come around. She may. <laughs> so you got some personal. <laughs> that sounded real personal. Uh, a little personal. Um, <laughs> but in other news, we have we have a guest here today with us. Hi. Hey, girl. What's up? Um, should I just so she said out? she would step up to the mic. When... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is new for me. Um, should I just introduce myself? Or yeah. So um, my bio that I emailed you. I mean, so we we brought my 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 good friend, my childhood friend. We've known each other since we were fourteen. Uh, Tanya Paul to the to the show to kind of just talk about her experience in this crazy fucking world and being a professional black woman. And yeah, go ahead. I mean, thinking about corporate America, so I basically have to exist in two different worlds. There's me on the regular, my mm-hmm. weekend self, and mm-hmm. then there's me at the office. So sometimes the two bleed, but I would never talk to my white coworkers the same way I would my normal weekend friends, if right. that makes sense, which is terrible, but I have to coexist between the two lines. Um, so especially when you get into cultural differences, and it can be as simple as like dress codes. So someone who's Latina or black might get um, reprimanded for wearing like leggings or certain things that uh, because they have a figure look more mm. promiscuous but if someone else who's of slender stature is wearing the same thing <laughs> it you know goes by without it's not it. as offensive exactly mm. so you know that's a very small example but there's just things that happen on a day-to-day and i have to make a conscious decision whether i'm going going to address this and teach them why it's wrong or if it's my responsibility to teach them ain't that some shit ain't that some shit white fragility is so crazy to be like <laughs> This, it goes back to that teacher who went viral just like wearing regular shit, but because she has a nice body, it's inappropriate attire at, at, yeah. to be teaching in. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did y'all see the weather? 
The weather lady? Mm-mm. Yeah. I didn't see that Okay, because I, I follow her. I follow her now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. Yo. She's thick as a motherfucker. I mean, but I mean, look, she knows it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, like, if you look at her Instagram. Listen, like, know all, your assets. Love right. your assets. Yo, for sure. She's she turns up on that shit. Oh, yeah, she give you the whole side view. A little and, hip, a little thigh. Ugh, ain't little. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So um, before I get any creepier, um, <laughs> um she uh, there's a there's a lady who I'm assuming she was white. I don't know, but she was saying how the woman was inappropriate because she was showing her curves. And it was a long, She's like, it was a long, like, Lord. paragraph where she talked about how inappropriate she was to be doing the weather. Look, just because she gave your fucking husband a hard on, <laughs> mm-hmm. just chill your ass out and give him some head so he can relax. But my thing like, is, gonna how happen. did that affect the product that she was delivering to It didn't. All? It didn't. She wasn't at worried all. about that. She just saw this thick-ass black woman like, goddamn. And it just, it ties into it that. fucked her up. In, I mean, as we're all familiar with, the of course over sexualization of black people, whether it be men or women. For black men, it's the big black buck, and for black women, I mean, it goes back to, damn it, I wish I could remember her name. Her first name was Sarah, uh, but it was a black woman who, I know he's, yeah, oh. yeah, in in like what, the 15, 1600s, yes. whatever. They like she was basically made this like lambasted for having a, a big ass and you know curves and a body basically and not looking like a goddamn ironing board and like they they take this and they internalize it and now we're the object of their fucking hate and attack and like low self-esteem and it's just like i was born with these qualities that you pay millions of dollars to Mm. stuff into your body bitch i mean and i mean well and actually we can really talk about the fact that they because there's there are some white women who are who are a little thicker and they made them feel bad about their body too. Right. I mean, it's just a, like any woman at the time, because now, now women are actually, they, it's trendy they to have mm-hmm. curves right now. So. And it didn't happen because no, because you love the black woman's body. Right. It's because white girls out here rocking it too. Motherfucker, J-Lo came through with ass and he was like, oh, that's <laughs> nice. She's more closer Good. to my complexion. Right. Y'all, I feel that, safe with that, that. Yeah, that made you feel safe because she was a little lighter. It was a black woman. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Thick ass dark skinned woman scared the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. That was scary pink panty bitch. All right, I, okay, listen. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I keep saying that. All right. Yeah. So, Schoolboy Q has a Snapchat, and somebody has made a compilation of all his Snapchats and put it on YouTube videos. Oh boy. I spend part of my day watching his Snapchat video compilations on YouTube. And he's fucking hilarious. He is the best. I love him. He's now my favorite rapper because I love his Snapchat. Because of his Snapchat. It'd be like that sometimes. No, oh my God. He's a great dad. He just wants to hurry up and finish tour. That's always a redeeming quality. No, listen. He wants to hurry up and finish tour. So he's a Snapchat daddy. So he can... He, want, he, he wants to hurry up and finish his tour so he can get back to his daughter and his dogs. He doesn't even hang out like that. He's like, fuck, I hate hanging out. I just want to get back to my daughter. And when you see it, you're like, oh, he's being That's real nice. about this shit. That's okay. dope. He's like, yo, I'm a soccer dad. He goes to his daughter's soccer games. And then he says pink panty all the time <laughs> to his friends. 
what does it mean? Like, what does yeah, it like, mean? Yeah, like, what's the context of... Well, look, man, it's probably not a good context. Anymore. I mean, but, like, is it, like, a, it means a good you're thing, soft. a hype word? It means you're okay. soft. Okay. Oh. Like, calls him a bitch. All the day. He's like, oh, you was a bitch. Okay. Then, interesting, yeah. interesting. I'm not going to unpack the pink part, but... Oh, please look uh-huh. hey and i'm gonna tell y'all something you can unpack whatever you want there's certain stuff i'm gonna say yeah and it's you can wear pink if you want but they're pink panties yeah but if you're gonna the wear the fact pa- that he chooses to associate pink with the panties with soft a, yeah 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 I, I, know. I got some issues with this i know but. people are gonna have them but you know he sounds like a great guy he is he's amazing he has an <laughs> amazing nice you, you know what i think this speaks to is because i was watching this with you yesterday uh yes, the, dave the dave chappelle, chappelle special. special and what watching the dave chappelle special did for me was it it illustrated that there isn't a black and white to the me too movement and there isn't a black and white that you're not gonna have perfect allies like he said mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there are nuanced, uh, you know, versions of this discussion that need to be had and like deeper layered discussions about what's okay and what's not that needs to be had because yes, it does speak to like toxic masculinity when you're bringing up <laughs> pink panty bitch. <laughs> but at the same time, we're chuckling. So it's like kind of funny, but it's also like all the other redeeming qualities you just named. We would love for more black men to be good dads. Mm-hmm. We would love for more rappers to be like these, besides that statement, be like more positive influences um, for younger black guys. So it's like, it's just where do we fall with where to draw the line? I feel like the thing is to not be to not be ignorant. Like, you know what mm-hmm. this stuff means. If you know what this stuff means, then I feel like at times you can play around with it. Like, you and I will joke around, oh, you little soft-ass bitch. Right, <laughs> right. Now, we know, like, we don't really, there's no context yeah. to it like that. But we're playing around, we're joking away, and we laugh at it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are not knowledgeable on what this stuff really means, and you just call people these things to hurt them, that's a little different. Yeah. That's like Dave Chappelle. We're joking, we're making jokes out of stuff. Mm-hmm. He knows he's not trying to hurt anybody. He's yeah. like, I'm not trying to hurt you. It's just funny to me. Like, I love the fact that he was just like, I'm not up here to be right. Yeah. You know that what I'm saying? And at times, I'm not, like, you know this. I'm not right. No, I mean. But I'm just talking shit. Yeah. Because I, I want y'all to know, like, I'm trying to be, I want to be as real as possible. But, of course, like, let me stop being stupid and say some real, say some important shit. But I want you guys to know me at least, like, 75%. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. <laughs> give you a lot right there so you know i'm gonna talk my shit so once in a while mm-hmm. i'm gonna hit you with a pink panty bit you know? <laughs> you know now what i won't do i won't ever use i won't ever say fag unless i say it like this like you know I it's, it's the it. best when i say it because joe literally cringes and I say, like, everyone is immediately uncomfortable it's like when you say nigga around white people and that don't say it secretly and they're just like oh um you shouldn't, should you say that? <laughs> no, my so, favorite is white people who are afraid to say black. 
Like, yeah, so what the fuck? American? <laughs> I will never Listen, understand that. Don't even get me started. And at work, they'll be so quick to cry. <clears throat> African American is what they meant to say. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, no, I, I'm black. Like, you white, yeah. right? So why can't I be black? Right. No, because if we gonna be colored, because if like... we gonna say, because I, I always stick to black, and I'm not saying I don't like being called African American because yeah, yeah. I don't want to be associated with African and then like that. That is not it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say black because that brings all of the people of African exactly. descent together. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I like to keep it that way. Um, you know, until the be, until there's a new one. And we say new African or something, mm-hmm. which sounds long. But also, there are people who are really like their parents are really from Africa and they grew up <laughs> in America, so they right. are African American. Like mm-hmm. that makes sense. I'm Haitian American, so if we want to get that deep, then that's where you should take it. But like saying black, is I mean, if we want to go deep, then you'll be like Afro Haitian American. <sighs> like it's too yeah. much, right? Yeah. It's a little bit much. You're right. So we You're know, right. but we know what we mean when we say black. And if y'all are uncomfortable with how you. Are you name us or <laughs> whatever? I don't. I, I don't even. At this point in my life, I really don't care what other people do. Man, I okay. We gonna get to some other shit, but I have to talk about this. Please do. I was uh, so the other day was um, Australian Day. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a friend of mine that I'm be, I befriended on Instagram. She's Aborigine, mm. and she's like, "This is ridiculous," you know. You know, like she pro- she's protesting and she's like, people are against us protesting. They want to celebrate on this day, but on, fuck. Kind of like 4th of July, huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it was like, well, fuck it. On this day, this day was when, fuck, I don't have, damn, I wish I had the facts oh, on me. But it was a day. It had to when, do with the persecution of, yeah, of, yeah, of the, the native people, people there. Yeah. Mm. And she laced me with all this information and it made me want to watch some movies on mm-hmm. it and I watched a couple movies one was uh, The Tracker mm-hmm. and the other one was um, fuck what was the other one damn I can't remember the other one oh uh, Rabbit Proof Fence gotcha so check those out uh, Rabbit Proof Fence is on Hulu if you have Hulu oh hell yeah and Let's The Tracker that. is on I saw it on Fandor and you guys should get Fandor Fandor is hey, Hulu what is you need to sponsor story? us. We shout you out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rabbit Proof Fence, that's one. And the other one is the tracker. Okay. And mm-hmm. it just talked, oh my God, yo. So Rabbit Proof Fence, this is when, um, they call them the Stolen Generation, I believe. Mm-hmm. They were snatching up kids that were yeah. half-cast, which means they weren't full-blooded aborigines. Right. But they were half-cast because motherfuckers was getting raped and shit, probably. Naturally. You know, so they take like men that, do. So they take yeah. the half-cast and they... They school them and get them prepared for white society to marry them off to a man or a woman and then to further whiten Australia and get rid of Aborigines. There was a man who was in charge of, like, he was the ruler of the Aboriginal community. Uh That was his title. I mean, not the exact name of the title, but that's what he was. And, oh, we need these three children. So he would send somebody to go get them. And bring them in, snatch them from their mother's arms, and do that. And on Rabbit Proof Fence, the young ladies, they were, they got out of there and tried to get away. And um, there, there was actually a true story. Um, so, and the tracker was, it was pretty good. The tracker was an Aboriginal man. He was helping uh, three white men find a man who was accused of raping 
or killing, murdering a white woman. And the tracker was treated, oh, like, I mean, look, we know. We've seen slavery movies. Yeah. We know yeah. about slavery. It we, was pretty much the same. treated the same everywhere. It was the same fucking <laughs> thing. It was the same fucking thing. The whitening of it, all that shit that's happened from here to DR all over. And it was so fucking sad. And it was like, fuck. And that's why I posted today. I was like, if they just left it at slavery, we would have been fine. If we just got out of slavery, we would have been fine. I saw that post. I was like, huh, I wonder what that means. (laughs) It just means that if they didn't do anything else to us after slavery, if there was no... If there was no... um, The Reconstruction era, the Jim Crow... If they didn't um, say we're doing well in the business, snatch the business. Well, that's only really out of fear. If we're doing... You know, they did so much after. Like, slavery wasn't over when slavery was over. No, Mm -hmm. no. The fact that motherfuckers were still working in cotton fields through the 50s and the 60s at that, like, the, mm-hmm. come on. I mean, shit, cotton fields is fine if you're getting paid the right way. If you're actually making the, make the money you should make. But they were so used to that cheap but labor, But you saw boy. motherfuckers making money, and then you want to jump in on it. My homeboy said his dad had a, his gr- great-grandfather had, um, had his own farm, had a ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had cows. And they were getting milk and all this shit. And they came down and said he was breaking some kind of law, and they shut the whole thing down. What is like a bullshit? Haters, but <laughs> bullshit. And God damn, he I was actually it. from. He was from Africa. He was from um, Cape Verde and mm-hmm. didn't speak English well. So they just ran right through him. That's that bullshit. But I think the underlying notion is that white people understand from slavery and all the shit that they've done to black people. Mm -hmm. If black people ever really decided to wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm really going to come back at you for all of this shit that I've had to go through from ancestors to today, they're scared shitless, which is why they do the shit that they do, which is why after slavery, there was still the Jim Jim Crow laws. And to be frank, we're still going through that now. Mm Mm-hmm. So as long as they continue to find ways to suppress us, keep our families apart, like build this structure around what we're supposed to be from a societal standpoint, then we can't rise above them pretty much. Because that's the ultimate fear, I feel like, that's fueling all of this. And Jim Crow segregation, funny thing is, in segregation, we were still getting it together. Yeah. Like, I mean, had our own hotels and everything blossoming communities. You know, empowering our own shit. And then they saw that and said, you know what? Integration, down, right? <laughs> like integration, it is then, because you motherfuckers is winning right now. Yeah. That kind of fucked us up, and then we still rose up. Oh, you did have Martin Luther King vying for integration. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Meanwhile, but, Malcolm X was but, like, "Hold up!" <laughs> but they they understood what would happen. Yeah. they knew. Yeah, they knew the long term. Yeah, they knew that would benefit them, and then you know the Black Panthers hmm. communities coming together. Communities feeding, getting yeah. fed, communities growing, they're being more knowledgeable on their history. Policing their own community. Policing their, and Man. they're not being, like, because the people think that Black Panthers are, because they look so militant and mm-hmm. look so military because of their their guns and stuff. Right. They weren't shooting motherfuckers. They were not. They were just trying to empower their communities. And you could have left them alone and let them do that. They're trying to empower the communities and protect their communities from you motherfuckers riding in on fucking white horses in the middle of the night, dragging people out their houses, and burning their homes down. So, like, what the fuck else I'm supposed to walk around with? So, basically, if you had kept your hands off the community, 
would have been fine. But this is why I say if you left it in slavery, we would have been just fine. But you kept coming. You keep coming for us. And they still coming for us. Fuck. <laughs> and man. they won't stop. <laughs> like, All right. Fuck. That's just fucking make me angry. But check out those movies. Get more information on Aboriginal community in Australia. Like, because they try to deny them um, of having a voice. Hmm. Um, okay. Let's move on. Let's get I, to these topics. I do, I do before we move on, want to just... Because we were we were talking about Me Too a little bit. I just want to go back to the levels of the discussions that we need to have in terms of mm. levels of punishment for what you've done or levels of uh, the layers to the punishment or the layers to the discussion. Aziz Ansari. Okay. How do y'all feel about that scenario or situation that just... So I'm going to be honest, when I first mm-hmm. heard about it, I was just like, girl, you could have left at any point. <laughs> you had bad sex and now you're upset. He's a creep. And now you want to like tweet about it. Right. But my thing is what, what I realized is in the moment, regardless of if I'm completely naked mm-hmm. on Venice Boulevard, that still doesn't invite someone or allow you the opportunity to be forceful or think that I'm somehow consenting to doing something with you. And I think that that's the same notion of how I dress doesn't mean I'm giving you a vibe to like enter my whatever. Um, So I had to retreat on my original thoughts, but I'm, it's only because I'm concerned about people clouding the Me Too movement. I'm not retreating. Um, Motherfucker, you could (laughs) have walked out. Because, what, he pointed at his dick and she came over and sucked Uh, it? Is that part, that was part of it, right? Didn't he say he literally the description? What her her description of what happened is he pushed her head onto mm-hmm. his dick, like it was like it, there was some forcefulness involved, definitely in what she described. What the fuck did I read? Because what I read, he pointed <laughs> at his dick and mm-hmm. like nah. You read the shade because if it was just that, I, read, I didn't read. The shade. If it was just that, then I don't think it would have gotten as far as it's gotten. Because people, because even as far as it's gotten, people still are like caping for Aziz, like. We love Aziz so much that everybody's just like, well, what if maybe... The- and it's but also I don't, he's I don't, brown. I don't, I don't he love, is brown. People don't but, want it to be. Yeah. I don't I don't love anybody that much. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But damn, I wish I read what y'all read because what I read, what I saw was like, why don't you just leave? You were uncomfortable. Which is though. originally what I saw which too. Is, which is also the argument people have been giving is like, why, like even with that information, I think... A, lot, a few of the articles I've read have, have been actually written by some women who are just like, okay, girls, we are starting to get a little messy with our movement in terms of you cannot just ruin somebody's entire life or career yeah, because of something that was, I don't want to say misconstrued or um, misunderstood uh, between the two, between the two misunderstood. adults, yeah. but... um. Yeah, it comes down to that. You cannot punish somebody the way somebody like Harvey Weinstein has been punished for something like what Aziz or even Louis C.K. has done. Yeah. So it opens up the the floor to now. So then, how do we how do we go forward? You know. So again, it lies in education, which mm-hmm. is this is actually a discussion I just had with a group of people recently. So there, not every woman is going to respond in the same manner in that. In yeah, that moment. Definitely And not. a great example <laughs> is Lupita when she told her story of mm-hmm. like, I gotta go, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. There are other women who, when faced in these situations, are one, thinking about, one, this is awkward, but I don't 
initially know how to respond, especially mm-hmm. if it's someone who's yeah. in an authority, yeah. authority being whether they have some sort of rank over you or if you know that there's someone of power from a societal or cultural standpoint. And to this capacity, Aziz is someone who's well above her. Yeah. Um, but what does she do? Uh, wait. Well, what is her What is her occupation? I'm not she's sure. She's anonymous, so we don't. Well, I feel like they said something about what her... I, I don't know. I didn't hear about that. Because part. I'm just saying, if it doesn't... Uh, she's not an actress. She's not in that field. Mm-hmm. How does yeah. this affect you? Well, I think some of the... Well, regardless, it's like, if I meet Beyonce tomorrow, she can't do anything for me in my career, but I might still be a little like shy or like different than how I would respond to someone who I felt like was my the same level as me, if that makes sense. I feel you, but... She tells you to eat her pussy. You ain't gonna eat her pussy. Nah, but that's that me. Is a brittle spirit. But that's <laughs> that is. That is. That's why I can respect. It. Look, I can't have sympathy for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I can't because there are. Look, man. I have seen girls that I taught on fucking Long Beach Boulevard selling a fucking pussy. Yeah. But that's... I don't have fucking. Look, they went through some real shit. If you don't have the strength to say, nah, man, this ain't what I'm fucking with. But that's. But what then it the is. next day, call. I don't. I, I can't have sympathy for you. I need mm-hmm. you to grow the fuck up now. It's you not know, about this growing is, up. It's yes, about it is. Level of this exposure. is about maturing. It's about maturing and growing the fuck up because now the next time, hopefully you don't do that. Hopefully you know yeah. to say, you know what, I'm not feeling this, so I'm no, not. No, I do agree it. with you, but I also had to remind myself that I have to. I can't assess the situation as if it's me. I know how I would respond. I gotta go, <laughs> but I can't put myself in everybody else's shoes. Yeah. But then, because you also don't know what their prior traumas are, right. or like where they're coming from mentally. And you, we I, not, also weren't there. Think, actually, we, and we, we weren't there. We weren't there for any of this, so it's kind of hard to say either way. Yeah. And we can only assess and, it and on the, it's, the and parts be- that she chooses to discuss. We don't know what else yeah. happened. And because it is hard to assess, that's what makes it difficult to condemn. Yeah. And, you know, it's and like I'm, not, and I feel like we, because there's too many that we, like, like all right, like a Harvey Weinstein. We condemning that motherfucker. Oh no, you're disgusting. You're yeah. gross. Now, also, low key, if you look at him, he already. <laughs> like, look, no one thought that. Yo, no, wait. Hey, man, look. Dave Chappelle said that listen, too. Like, listen, I always rapist. thought it. Listen, when you see certain, rapist, listen, when you see certain people, you're like, you better get you some money. Because <laughs> if you don't get you some money, there is not a vagina coming your way. Because there is no conversation that that woman's going to give you unless you have some kind of status. It's true, though. That's real shit. I remember I was little. (laughs) I was a a fat kid. I was a little fat kid. And my cousin was like, he was an adult. He was probably like 20. He's like eight years older than me. So I may have been, I think I was 12. He's like, yo, you got to make you some money, man. And I was like, what? (laughs) He's like, yo, you got to get some money when you That's get older. Fucked up. I was like, I was, and I That's and I said, and my response was something like, I had to do it like because I'm a black man. Type. I was a little revolutionary right. ass kid. <laughs> and he was like, nah, you fat. He was like, you. He's like, you want to get you some women out here. He didn't say women. Trying to catch these hoes. Yeah, he's like, if you want basically, he said, if you want to get some bitches, you gotta have you some money, and you fat, so you better have money. I was like. Damn. Get these coins. Yo, not real. That's not, you don't have to. <laughs> you can, no, there's a woman out there later. for you. Here you are. There's a woman out there for you. You can have a conversation. Somebody. You're not going to get every woman. You don't want every woman. You want Mrs. Wright. 
Okay. Back to Harvey. And fuck him. And fuck, him. <laughs> fuck my cousin for telling me that was me. Yeah, that's a <laughs> well, traumatizing shit. You're Are you fat, okay? Yeah, so okay. <laughs> you're going to have to work harder than everyone else. Hey, real shit. I told that to somebody before. Um, <laughs> listen. <laughs> but then that also, like, you brought up something very important. Um, the fact that Aziz is... Brown. A brown, a brown man, a brown, <laughs> a, a brown motherfucking racist. A brown, he's man. a black. He remember get out? She's like a black. He man. is brown, <laughs> but he is in you know, He's you know categorized as brown. Um, when it comes to and again, man, we need to get Dave Chappelle here. When it comes to Listen. black well, women and the Me Too movement, why do you think? Because you know, as we've seen with Bill Cosby, it's definitely some black oh men in this God, industry. Bill. Who are doing some trifling fucking things. In the industry, in your neighborhood. In your neighborhood, <laughs> anywhere. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of them. And they all need to be called out in that shit. And we all need to, you know, as black men, we need to we need to call them out as well. Like, Hold we, our homies accountable. Yeah, we know y'all fucking up. But that brings mm-hmm. up a, another good point that Dave Chappelle made. I'm a, I'm a really big fan. No, um, yeah, girl. Um, when he was like, Dave Chappelle episode. <laughs> no, seriously, it was a, it was great. No, like, both of them were good. But he made a great point, which I 100% agree with, is that black women are always going to hold up the community. And if it comes down to, if I need to hold back to protect black men and not reveal certain things or persecute them for things that they probably should be reprimanded for, then I'm not going to. Mm. Um, and in the instance of Me Too, yeah, we've seen a lot of white men get thrown and by, totally intentionally and purposefully like they should be reprimanded for these actions but you haven't seen like the black community like now unfolding like similar experiences mm-hmm. we got enough shit going on we so can't we afford let that y'all have, right <laughs> y'all get y'all take this one we good right we gonna keep our stuff internal <laughs> um but that's a good point of making yeah. sure we're holding ourselves to that higher standard and not allowing it to be okay just because we want to protect our mm-hmm. own i mean it would be great if we had our own like level of, like justice in our own community where we can kind of keep mm. it to ourselves like all right you fucking up back you. to policing ourselves like mm-hmm. somebody wants to jump in because i'm not gonna lie bill cosby i was real sad we that, are i'm still that sad. was a heavy blow oh that but was a heavy what? that was maybe the heaviest blow although i hadn't been fucking with him for a while but you know what okay, this is a true, man true, okay true, no but true. let's think about what he has done for black people oh in entertainment undoubtedly okay. there's nobody else like as far as TV media, right. like that's there were no black Oprah. Oprah is not on his level. There would be no different world. There would be the things that came from things like different world, you living know what singles. I mean? the fuck is with the, the cops because of different world? Like the fact. That I literally thought Hillman was a real school we, until heartbroken. Right? Heartbroken. We found that she couldn't I was apply. apply. <laughs> I promise you, I was going to Hillman. You, I'm sure you are one of <laughs> thousands. My mama was like the closest. But you know what, Um, even the Cosby show, like before that show, there wasn't a lot of TV shows on primetime where you saw two parents who both had very Mm -hmm. like commendable professions. You got an attorney and a doctor and they're both black and they live in Brooklyn. And it wasn't discussed that they came from nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you their parents also had their parents like a little were very accomplished as well. And you didn't have a lot of that. I mean, Family Matters was cool, but like. Dad was a cop. It was more the like, blue, it was yeah. more the blue, blue collar, collar representation, right? yeah. which is also. I mean, the but... mom, she was working at elevator. How the oh, fuck they stay in that Well, okay. Well, let's be clear. Let's be clear about the economy. I, okay, yeah. it's Chicago. Yeah. One back in the day. Two, it's the eighties going into the nineties. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they could have been the, fine. Dang, what was the, the 
Shanahan's a um, oh 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 Jeffersons. Jeffersons. Yeah. Oh. All right, so a little different. I just, was, I just watched Unsung episode about the Jeffersons because <laughs> that was them like moving on up. Yeah. Yes. How's the show was like? We're here. Right. Yeah. This is yeah. our community. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. And they just they didn't discuss it, and I love that because it's like all right, like Blackish. I love Blackish. Oh, mm-hmm. my favorite show. I love Blackish, <laughs> but they talk about being black. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're at a point where we can go to other shows, and they're just doing their thing yeah. this is true they're just they're a wide there. variety now yeah true. they and everybody's like oh why do i have to do that look man there's something I for everybody like we so have to have a variety exactly like every show doesn't need to do the same thing there's yeah. so many walk different walks of life of blackness like you can't just expect there to be one representation oh of my us. but i feel like what blackish does is still very necessary of oh, course. Back absolutely. To when I said, absolutely you struggle in that moment of is it my responsibility on a day-to-day to teach people who are not black of mm-hmm. one the struggle or two things that are not acceptable for are based on how you interact with me i feel like blackish does a good job of addressing that but through a comedic lens so it's like yeah. acceptable by white people uh-huh. and it's beautiful because they show like just in that show <laughs> different types of black people mm-hmm. yes yes um the the role that um Diaco. Bro, oh, <laughs> he, Yo, he kills man. Me. Like, first of all, I just want to point out that this brother went from deaf comedy champ back in the day yeah. to to no, prime time TV. Been, yo, he's been but going yeah. hard. Yeah. He's been going. He's been doing this for a long Nobody time. Nobody talks about Dion Cole. Like he's been a writer on Conan for the longest too. Oh, I didn't oh, know really? that. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh wow. See? Pretty sure it's Conan. If I'm wrong, correct me later. He's multi-faceted, uh, multi-talented. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross's character. Yes. Yes. Like, wait, but. Very Not real. just her character, but the way she was raised. Mm-hmm. And there are black mm-hmm. people like that. Mm-hmm. And then... Dre. Dre. with a lot of them. <laughs> and Dre, like his parents. We know those parents. Right. Yep. <laughs> but those parents are also very different from the people in their own community. Exactly. Like, it's it, it's it's necessary. It's so necessary. And they are, they, even though it's now, and like they just came out, what, 2015? Yeah. 14, they're kind of they're yeah. kind of paving away. They are like it doesn't it doesn't make sense that they're paving away right now, but they are. Like, it was like <laughs> to this, us, it doesn't make because sense. when yeah. they when when it came out, it just it was like a wave. Like mm-hmm. you no, know, all right, let's put some black shit out, and it's quality. That's why you can't be supporting everything. True. All right, I'm not about it's giving true. awards to everybody mm-hmm. just because they're black and shit. <laughs> like look, and Black Panther better be good. If it ain't oh. good, I'm gonna say it ain't good. Not um, to everybody. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, really I'm definitely because... gonna be fake caping if it's even if it's terrible. <laughs> like, Look, but you know what? I, like, I didn't like like Bright. I liked it, but I know it ain't dope. You know like, what's so dope. funny? I loved Bright. Did you? And I can't stand Will Smith's acting. His, but, but, I his, loved him. but his acting, his acting. When, when he plays that same role, he's good at that. He's <laughs> good at that. Listen though, listen though. I found out Michael B. Jordan was offered that role. Interesting. Mm. He turned it down. Good for him. I though. don't blame him because he's still young and he has a lot. He needs. To he get needs done. longevity. Yeah. Yo, but picture him playing Will Smith's role. Mm. Way better. I don't give a fuck. Way better. You he think it'll be been better? Hell yeah. I hate Will Smith. It I haven't been seen it. So. Look, I hate Will Smith as an actor. I have my thoughts about Michael B. Jordan. I, I think. He, look, I don't because everything he's been in, I'm like. Fuck with it. So, Bell Station. You are. Oh, oh, you, that's Station who you are. That, there's no doubt about that's right. Station. You became that man. This is true. Mm-hmm. But Creed. What I will say. He's from LA. In saying that, hoping. 
I'm and, not a hater. And saying that, hoping that Black Panther is good. Listen, Proud Mary is a perfect example. Um, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I, you know, have worked in entertainment in the past. And so there are, you know, moments where I feel like I know if something's going to be good mm-hmm. or, you know, if they're not going to make as much in the box office. And I'll be honest, when I saw the, you know, the trailer and all the promotion, I was just like, I just don't feel like this is going to be you know, substantial. It's definitely not going to be girls trip substantial. So I thought it was going to suck. Um, but I still felt the need to go and see it because there are not very many movies out right now that have a black actress who's a lead in an action movie. Mm-hmm. So while there may be more roles that are created for, or that people are allowing black women to play, it's never in that light. Yeah. So there definitely was a need to support it. And that's honestly the same way way that I feel about Black Panther. Like, I'm gonna go. Everybody's gonna go. I mean, it's an event. I'm looking for outfits. <laughs> it's a big deal. Can't wait. I already got my shirt. Y'all already, <laughs> already got my Black Panther shirt. Y'all but already know. I have, I have talked about this many times. I am not going with y'all. I'm about to go <laughs> on another date early in the morning. <laughs> Shut your ass up. Right. I'm not coming with y'all. Listen. I'm about to get to enjoy my movie. I'm no. not about to be listening to John talking shit. Fuck that. You know what? That's right. No. Fuck I'm not you. gonna lie I'm to you. Here. I'm gonna see it twice because the first time yes, I need that's to my be plan. with all my I'll people. Come to the after party. That's my plan. <laughs> I need to be with all my people, sharing commentary throughout, and then the second time I need to actually really watch it and understand what's going on. And just to clarify, Joe, I ain't no hater. I am a fan of Michael B. Jordan. I'm just not a fan of how he's always utilized. But carry on. Mm, I. I like Creed. Oh, what you got to say? I like Creed. <laughs> I thought Creed was amazing. Yeah. You didn't like Creed? No, I loved Creed. Me and yeah. my mama went to see it. I want you to elaborate. Yeah, what utilized. What wasn't he good in? Hmm? What wasn't... No, no, no. no I'm not saying that he was speaking to how he's utilized. I want you to elaborate you know, on that. I just... I just... I think I fear, I fear for him because... You don't want him to get boxed into this. I don't want him to get boxed into... He... He came from playing like shit like on the wire and like mm-hmm. uh <laughs> and that little bit in hardball and like stuff like that. Oh and God, then in and, and But he's and also then, in a soap opera. And then even in did not know that. But even in Fruitvale Station, but again, we don't know him for that. Mm-hmm. But he's he also would, in this one white movie where he's like a best friend or something. I'm right. Sorry. But his <laughs> but his but his image his image to America right now is a sex symbol. Is it? Is it not? Okay, but by nature... What I mean, black woman when Michael B. Jordan no, pop no, up no, and they're no. like, oh but my God. But that's different. By but nature, that, he's just, he's fine. Like, no, no, look no, at okay, him. Yeah, but no, he's no, not no. playing a role as a yeah. sex symbol. He is fine. However, what... I just... I'm, I fear for his, I guess, future in terms of roles. Because he's going to be able to play motherfuckers who can get built and do their little thing, Creed, mm-hmm. and look good doing it. He's going to be able to play stuff like in Black Panther, where, again, it's about his body. He's going to be able to play shit that's hood because he comes from a lot of hood-ass roles like uh, Fruitvale Station. But I don't I don't see him getting the opportunity to play something very toned down. I think he can. I think he will. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I think he can. I think he will. But I don't actually. see the opportunity. Like, I, think, I, think I think they're kind of... I think, luckily okay. for him, it's we'll still see. somewhat early in his career. Uh, and I think things like... It's not early. He's just young. I, that's what <laughs> I mean. Early from in his a career, longevity though. standpoint, True. Like, he still has True. time True. to get into a those lot other of times. roles. I just hope that they just now getting on give him some something that he can... But that's similar to the conversation that we had a few weeks ago about Denzel. Because there are some people with Roman who felt like this, <laughs> right? Who felt like this was not this was not normal Denzel, you know? Right. So I feel like Michael will get his opportunity as well. Mm-hmm. 
And but it's still like he has time. Yeah. I'm not worried. I mean, look, I'm looking at some of the TV he's done. He's done a lot of shit. What was that one movie I was I was talking about? Yeah, was I like want to know which movie he's talking about. Uh, with the white people, was it? Oh wow, Red Tails! I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot, about, and we should have. <laughs> um, I think it's the Aqu- oh, say, oh the awkward moment. Okay, he was, he was getting cheated on by his I girl. About that movie, but I see, it was forgettable. Well, it was. Do you see what I'm saying though? Like, I mean, but he wasn't a star in it. True, I I never forgot about him. In he it. wasn't the main one. Damn, I just I it just made forty fucking I just million. Want, I just want him to be able to play in budget? something Fuck. where. I'm like, damn. But he, that was like deep, I said, he has a lot body. of time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does have a lot of time. And everything he's done, we're like, you did that. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he's in his prime right now. So. But I feel the same way about Taraji, but that's another note. Listen. Every role? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I <laughs> they yeah. use her in the same kind of way for yeah. every role. Even in Hidden Figures. Where she was like supposed to be this mathematician, a little bit of cookie was like slipping out yeah. every now and again. So it's they, like I think they God tell her like, it. "Can you cookie it up?" Ugh, that's right. so, and that makes me crazy. Like I love to see the Don Cheadles, <sighs> who can literally be anything. Like, I think Michael B. Jordan's on his way to that. I don't. I'm not saying he he's. Capacity. I'm like, listen, you made the face. <laughs> I'm not saying he's as good. I didn't say that. I don't know if he is. We, yeah, I don't think he, he hasn't had the chance. That but, part. I mean, come on, Don Cheeto. Don Cheeto. That's one man that doesn't get enough credit. He does not. Fuck, he's so good. Man. I mean, he played a motherfucking crip in colors. Mm. Him and Boogie Nights. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. The fucking difference there. Exactly. Like my favorite, Lorenz Tate. Oh my God, I love. You already know. You know. <laughs> Y'all know me and Joe and Lorenz Tate fan club and shit. This motherfucker went from old dog. To the inkwell. To Frankie Lyman. And then Frankie, Frankie Lyman. <laughs> like, to, to Darius Lovehall. Oh, like, Darius. Uh, but anyway. Love Jones, okay. one of my favorite movies. One day he's going to get his credit. He'll be dead, but he'll get his Stop. credit. Stop. <laughs> at least he still looks the same. He can play a No, he does. He has not aged at all. Which, um, even though Joe hates this show, I can't wait to see what happens on Power this summer. <laughs> you hate Power? Listen, I don't hate Power, but it's the writing is... Not that great. It's not even close to good. Mm. But you know what? Like, because are... you always know what's going to happen. Mm. Um, I hate Tommy. <laughs> I want him to die. I hate what they're doing with... You hate Go- Tommy? I hate what they're I doing with Ghost's character. That I do hate. Because... I think they're just running out of When is he getting do? like... Uh, he, he, <laughs> they're doing what they're doing with Olivia Pope on Scandal. They're starting to mm, run out of shit to do. Yeah. Like when he first came to us, he had it all under control. Right, he, didn't, he was that He dude. didn't flinch. Mm. Now he's a bitch. A pink panty bitch. <laughs> okay. All right. That was applicable, though. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I can't with y'all. Oh, man. Um, all right. All right, so moving on. <laughs> From the Me Too leading into the black diaspora discussion. Right. Uh, I mean, speaking of levels of blackness. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Should we go there or should we go to the first one? I feel like that's going to be... Because it'll be a longer talk. Because I feel like this is a longer talk because it goes into our guest a, a little bit, too. Okay. Okay. So, I think we can People run listening like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, all what? right. So, <laughs> what are they trying to decide between? <laughs> all right. Monique? Mm. Monique. Have y'all seen Monique? Uh, yeah. So, have, first, the most important question. Have you guys boycotted Netflix? So, here's the thing. <laughs> 
We I wish to, there was a camera on my face just now. We have to love, right. I've been thinking about the whole time, like, if people could really see my facials. Um, so, Monique, like, love her. Hey, sis. Been following Hey. I've been following her since her stand-up days. Shout out to the Parkers. Like, I'm, I'm a fan. But one thing you cannot do is come forward, and I completely agree with her on her stance of getting low-balled. But, one, people is not going to uh, boycott the Netflix because nope. we need that right now. Yeah, we need um, it to chill. Right. But <laughs> you can't chill without the Netflix. Uh, but more importantly, I feel like there's levels like one yes i agree that there is an issue with the level of payment that certain black women get in comparison to white women or even black men uh but what you can't do is come into it expecting some sort of like everyone to come around you and hurrah you when let's be honest like in the last five years in the last two years what can we remember her for? We, if she died, we wouldn't remember. We wouldn't know. No. And she also. All right, listen. I'm no, just I'm being honest though, because she also blackballed herself in the industry. When you got problems with people like Oprah, like I can't rock with you. Like I don't. This how is did my you thing. Get there? This is my thing. And my friend brought up a really good fucking point on his Facebook post the other day. Strategy, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. Oprah did some fake shit, call Oprah out on that fake shit. But there's a way, there is a time, mm-hmm. there is a place. Right. And if you're trying to be this revolutionary, maybe you don't give a fuck about the, the when, where, how, and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But please be aware that there will be fallout for all of the shit that you're saying and putting Which out Which is there. what she's in And right we now. ain't going to cape for every goddamn yeah. thing. No, there's a way she could have. Because, like you said, I also agree that $500,000 ain't shit for right. money. And the lower number that... Um, uh, what's her name? Got uh, Amy they, Schumer? No, no, no. The oh, lower Wanda number, Sykes. Wanda Sykes oh. was, was given. Like, come on. She was just like, I'm gonna find a new home. But um, <laughs> you don't tell us to boycott Netflix. You just look when it happens. You say, okay, this happened, and you come talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could have just went on air and discussed it. We would have mm-hmm. been on your side. We would have fucked with you. Half mm-hmm. the time, but the internet will start a movement for you. You right. ain't even yeah. gotta say the shit. Right. Like we would have been like, okay, that you know. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. But when you start saying, okay, now you all need to come along with me and boycott Netflix. Side note. Nah. Have you we... seen that Lala, that funny ass, uh, she like basically did Monique's speech, but the comedic version of it. And it is spot on. If you haven't seen it, it's great. Wait, the one for Sally May or something? Yes. Oh, and yeah. she has the exact ponytail. Stop. <laughs> nah, not the yeah. ponytail. It was... Because it's just like, okay, I fuck with you on, like, I want you to get as much money right. as possible. Like, yeah. We want you to win. We, I, I, absolutely. But come talk to us first. Come discuss what's going on before you just throw out, you know, boycott Netflix. Because some of the stuff she was saying, if I if, if I just took whatever they gave me, then what's going to happen, happen to Tiffany Haddish? Um, Tiffany Haddish is getting at least five mil. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah. She don't need you. She don't need you to do but shit. But let's be honest, Posting like SNL, Tiffany like. special versus Monique, like you. Listen, you, just not... and, and, you know what? And I'm, I'm telling you, one, I would I would watch a Monique special. I would Tiffany, too, but, but you're I, not there. You know what? Yeah. I wouldn't so have. I wouldn't have. But because I, yeah, if I had seen Monique has a special, I probably wouldn't click. No, nah, I would have watched it. But nah, but now that she came out and talked. I was like, 
it made me remember because she was on Sway and I laughed at everything she was talking about. I was like, damn, she is fucking No, she's fighting. hilarious. And I was like, fuck, yeah, she is good. But what she needed to do, let's act like she didn't do to tell us yes. to boycott. Yeah. If she had just been out and about like Dave was, mm-hmm. Dave was popping mm-hmm. up in different mm-hmm. places, and if she had a little social media presence. Strategy. She had a bigger, a, a big social media presence, like clowning people, getting back on it. You know what? We would have been like, if you don't pay this woman, and they would have paid her anyway, because they're right. like, oh yeah, she out here. Right. But she didn't, and she just came out saying, boycott Netflix, and we're like, hold on. Her and we watch a whole bunch of black shit on Netflix. Like, there's a, come on, most of, a lot of my favorite shows, you know, I watch basically all black stuff, and right. it's on Netflix. Except Living Single. Living Single's on Hulu. And I've been yeah. watching Living Single lately. So I basically Man. have been boycotting so Netflix by default. <laughs> like, I have, yeah. as if everything that I want to see is on so Hulu. So we right are now. supporting. Soon yeah, as I finish I support binging. you on accident, Monique, because. <laughs> well, you know, I don't have Hulu right now, so oh, I can't. Listen, um, listen, I'm Living still watching single? the Netflix. I forgot how I was good Living Single was. Grace and Frankie, I decided I'll watch Living Single. So you're watching white people, John? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yo, Say it into the mic. It's quality. <laughs> um, yo, have y'all seen Pinky uh, Peaky Blinders? No, no, I've heard about oh, it. Though, that's just good. Ari All right. talk about that shit all the time. All right. I got to look. All right, moving on. Do we have anything else to say about me? Oh, yeah. Monique. Well, I mean, With the and cute. then, baby girl, <laughs> choose your battles. Mm. This is my one of my issues with Monique. I love black love. I love black partnership. I love black couples doing business together. But her husband, I feel like, fucks her up sometimes. Because he puts that battery in her back. And then she goes and she says some of the shit she says. Like, Roland Martin, why aren't you supporting our people and sisters of color? And now Roland Martin got a list of receipts to right. show you that he's been doing this right. since the beginning of time. And he, it's he just like, girl, why are you response. coming for your own people when you're trying to get your own people to support to you? You can't do you, that. Yeah. Because then you just end up looking like the bitter black woman. And it no, sucks, no, but no, no, no. that's what it is. That here. Well, there is no bitter black woman. <laughs> there's no such thing. Dang. There is not. No, there's not. I don't give a fuck. There's there no such not. thing. However, they we treat Monique like she is one. Let's be honest. No, we're just. We I, I'm not her like treating her like bitter. that. We I'm saying she's a. Like I'm saying. The, I'm, the saying she's a del- I'm saying she's a delusional Whoa. woman. Right. Like not bitter okay, black. Okay, so bitter black woman term out the window. You know what I mean? Because like you know, you know I'm sensitive. <laughs> no, it, because that's I'm trying what, to, that, that's that's what people who to, don't understand it on a on a nuanced level is going to say. They're just going to say, oh, there's a black woman be angry. But again. we can't support that narrative here. We can't support it, but that's what she's doing. No. She's is, just, is she not no. firing off at people that don't deserve to get fired off at? That's fine. That's fine. But that has nothing to do with her being a bitter, bitter black yeah. woman. Okay, so let's break it down. Is she not bitter? No, no, I'm not going to let you do this. No, because there's a difference no, between you're trying to... being bitter and playing into that role, that stereotype. Yeah, we don't need that stereotype here. Okay. Because that's not a real stereotype. That's not a real thing. You have things to be angry about because you've been shitting like, on I'm in this country your whole life. And I it's understand not about, that. Not... I'm not... Y'all are, y'all are not receiving what I'm saying well, so my apologies. I'm not saying that she is, in fact, a bitter black woman. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the image that she's giving off is that feeds into the stereotype of a bitter black woman. No one is going to listen to you. You're not going to have an audience that's going to follow what the fuck you're saying. Okay. That's it. Like, that's what it is. 
You sound angry as fuck, and you don't have anything, no kind of foundation about it. I don't feel like we're not listening to her because of that stereotype. That ain't it. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, but by the fact that the way she approached the situation. I get it. Exactly. I get it. But it's just because she's delusional. Like, it's not because she's bitter. Because, like, there's... Like, we don't believe you. Like, we... You need more like, people. You over here talking about, I'm the most decorated comedian. Yeah, like, she, this is because we don't believe you. Like, I, I did need her to have a Because there's not one stand-up that we're like, oh, yo, put on that Monique shit. That, no. I mean, Queens of Comedy will always stand the test of time. Right, but like, here in How many the times now, you watch Queens of Comedy? Too many times. Really? A right, lot of black people watch measure. that a lot, Listen, Joe. I don't know people who watch it like that's that. Oh, well, I don't know. Because I know a lot of motherfuckers that watch it on but the ring. I think my mind always goes back to the business of it. And if you're not popping right now here in the last two years, and I'm really not trying to talk to you about why your salary is not where you would prefer it. No like, one has the time. You have no grounds to stand on. You have no rationale. She brought up Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, I don't think she's funny, but she's people not. do. She's popping out here. Mm-hmm. People fuck with her. She's going to get her money. Right. And let's not act like she's not white. Like she go, Let's be real. She's going to get her money. She's popping, and she's white. Look, it's like, you and know. And at the same time, it's like Amy Schumer is also on her... <laughs> decline so we should we shouldn't worry about her too much more but this yeah that's like she we, had her moment that's like we know like we know why somebody who's a white person sings r&b is gonna get more money mm-hmm. than, like we just know what society we're living yeah. in like, we don't have to accept it and we could just keep fighting for more money that's cool but we know what it is sure look yeah. i like bruno mars I think no, he's what dope. you about to say about? My, my, wait, what's about that? If Bruno Mars was a black man, he ain't making money like that. Y'all this motherfuckers is not accepting us this like that. This is true. This is not happening. It's always the wow factor of oh, he can make that sound. And I don't know people can bring up Beyonce. Look, she light skin. Listen, I'm so I glad you brought this there up. There is a light skin privilege that we do not is, address. Oh my god, I'm so glad you said this because I'm dark skin and people don't want to hear me. I'm telling you, oh my god, all these people that are popping right now are all light skin. And I know that some people felt some type of way about Cardi B because she's also, if we have to look at the color scale, yeah. she is light skin. And, you know, I rock with and her. And the funny thing is, because she's not even cute. But <laughs> Oh, my God. I don't share I that I just opinion. had to lay out my body. <laughs> no, she's not. But, I mean, but, you know, I feel like, um, and I, I like Cardi B. I right. loved it. I loved her the first time I saw her on um, Love and Hip Hop. Nah, I don't watch that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fine. Fuck out of here. I definitely. I, Fuck out of here. That's where I saw Cardi. Shit. It was before Love and Hip Hop no, was Vine. I saw her on. Listen, we can come I, back listen, to that though. Cause I saw her on The Breakfast Club. I was like, who is she? Oh, okay. And she was so real and like mm-hmm. it wasn't. That's why I like her. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't like real and ignorant. Yeah. Like, cause even yeah. though she was ignorant of some stuff, she was like, "Yeah, I don't know nothing about and she, that." And she acknowledges, she acknowledges her ignorance yeah. to that thing. Right. And I was like, "Okay, I fuck with this," cause she's like, "Yo, I'm going to get better. I'm going to grow. When yeah. I'm, I'm gonna know more." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "It's a I real and unapologetic, you. yeah." Um, but yeah, let's keep it real. You motherfuckers ain't accepting her like that if she was darker. And, she, and like I said, she not even cute. She getting away with being light skinned <laughs> No, look, I tell people all the time. Some girls just getting away with being light skinned. I'm like, really look at her. She ain't cute. <laughs> and, but you saw light skinned curly hair. You're like, oh, she tight. No, she not. But whatever. I was happy to see someone from Love and Hip Hop finally win. 
Because I'm not going to lie, like, clearly I watch Love and Hip Hop, and I need not support these things, but... I mean, K. Michelle was the only hope at one point. Right! And I'm um, just like, all of y'all on this show, every Monday, talking about you in the I mean, studio, she might have a working, fake booty, but she had an actual like, music career outside oh, was, of the reality yeah. show. Right. Who else on that yeah. show? Yeah. Jocelyn oh, tried it, let me tr- but let me she stop, ain't got the skill. Let me stop even talking about this. <laughs> I really have not watched this show. I don't know who's on it. I'm just happy to see somebody Well, I mean, since we're on the topic of... You know, the Afro-Latina women mm-hmm. and loving hip-hop. Uh, Amara La Negra. Mm-hmm. Who uh, is one of the most beautiful women I've ever is. seen. Oh my God, striking. Like her bone structure. Good God. Mm-hmm. Tanya. She looks fake. As, no, she for does, real. She really like looks like a Barbie, like a, like like a black Barbie her. face. Um, and she's always been cute. She showed her video as a kid. Uh, yeah. Like, she's a kid. It's little kid. Little chunky-ass kid. <laughs> Okay, but Tanya, we have you here. Okay. Um, we grew up in South Florida. Yeah. Um, you're Haitian. Dang, I have to pee so bad. I'm Jamaican. <laughs> Joe, go piss. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna leave the door open so I can hear. Oh, okay. Oh, great. Can't wait. <laughs> you're Haitian. I'm Jamaican. We both experienced like women who, especially Haiti, considering y'all are right next door to the Dominican Republic. Yes. How do you feel about? Did you see her interview on the Breakfast Club? I didn't. So basically. It's just like Charlemagne, DJ Envy, I don't think you have any fucking sense anyway, so I don't care what you do or say. Charlemagne, I just want you to be better. Like, you're, you're almost there. So she goes on to Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and she's talking about, well, she, she brings up the whole issue of, well, have you been watching Love and Hip Hop Miami? She brings up that whole issue with, with that the guy time, and yeah. how she's trying to transition to American music, mm-hmm. and, you know, she has that big, you know, big Af- ass afro, yeah. and how, like, he tried to, like, White basically washer. whitewash her and shit on her and say like yeah you need to like this afro thing you're doing this black power thing like making fun of it right saying you need to basically be like how beyonce is mm-hmm. to make it and when she brought it up on the breakfast club their examples i'm so their I'm examples right. were well what about basically like i don't we don't really believe what you're saying because we don't see this in our communities. Where? And I'm How? like, well, you're blind. Right. One. Two, Charlemagne, you're from North Carolina. Y'all ain't got a lot of fucking Afro-Latinas just hanging around yeah, here. That's if you're from true. New York, if then you're from you Miami, yeah. you see that shit a lot. Shit, yeah. if you're from LA, you, you see, see that, that shit, shit a lot. So that part already, I'm just like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So they're just like, that doesn't happen. We don't see it. We don't believe it. And then they bring up as an example, what about Cardi B? I'm back. She had fucked up teeth. She's a stripper, and now she's no, America. No, no, and, no, 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 wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> and they say, and now she's America's sweetheart. How come you can't do that? No, here is this. Woo, no. Okay, so I do watch Love. Joe's back from his piss, y'all. Hey, can and I get a quick recap? Basically, I'm bringing her up to speed on the Breakfast Club and um, how they basically tried to say, <laughs> well, Cardi B could do it. Why can't you? They also said that there's not a. Dark skin, women of dark, darker skin don't have a problem in yes. the United States yes. anymore. Yes. This is a lie. So especially <laughs> in Latina culture, there's a, an even bigger complex than there is in the black community of mm-hmm. coloring, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you light skin and you pop in, or you dark skin. Oh, and they were completely ignorant on Latin culture when it comes to color. Which Completely. is the problem. Which I brought up because, like, Charlemagne, you're from North Carolina. Y'all and, don't have that. But right. also, also the problem with that to me was Dasha Polanco was just on that show. Man. 
Like, mm. and, and I know she was in there and she, talking. And but... she said, I consider myself Afro. A black woman, yeah. Latina. Mm-hmm. Right. And they questioned her on it. Well, Charlemagne in particular was like, right. why aren't you just Dominican? Like, just say you're Dominican. Because if you and he, the, But the fact that y'all had that conversation and you didn't educate yourself more on the topic pisses me off. Yes. It's, that it's you were lazy. supposed to be this informed yeah. man mm-hmm. writing books and all this shit. Mm-hmm. You could have easily done a 30-minute little read or video and found out something and watch a documentary. Absolutely. I just saw uh, um, Professor uh, Gates, like, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, Black and Latin America. Watch yeah. that. Yeah. Watch yeah. one. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Henry Louis Gates or something like that. Yeah, did I say Professor Gates? Henry Louis Gates? No, I'm trying to see if it's the same guy. Yeah, Henry yeah. Louis Gates. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. yeah, I just saw him like... Yeah, yeah but the fact that he would try to take her situation and be like, well, look at Cardi B. One, again, I love her. Rock with her. <laughs> but she's light-skinned, so it's much easier for her to break into an industry as who she is because exactly. she's light-skinned because she's going to be more easily accepted. As a dark-skinned black woman and you're Latina, like, people already disassociate themselves from you. Like, growing up in South Florida, the Cuban community was very large, the same way Mm -hmm. Haitians and Jamaicans. But I know from fact, growing up with friends who were Cuban, if you were light-skinned Cuban versus being dark-skinned Cuban, like... There was a privilege in being light skin. It yep. was preferred. Yep. And if you were darker skin, it was looked down upon. So the capacity of I recently went to Cuba and naturally people will be like, oh, are you Cuban? Like, are you from here? Do you speak Spanish? And there are like jabs and things like that. But for him to say that and not understand how racially packed that is, like there's <sighs> so much underneath that and hearing that he had a whole other interview where he could have taken the time to educate himself is unfortunate. Um, but he also, he, he doesn't really have to. Mm-hmm. And no disrespect to black men, but like you don't have to live in this moment. And I don't think that there's as much spotlight put on it for black men versus Latina women and black women mm-hmm. of like what shade of brown you are. Man. But the thing that pissed me off was you live in New York. Well, yeah, now they live <laughs> like in New York. Like I'm saying, he's been living yeah. in New York for a long time. Damn near a third of his life. Mm-hmm. But even if he lives in New York, you still have to think about the industry. Yeah, the I get industry. it, but you ride the motherfucking subway. My first time riding the subway in New York, <laughs> it was eye-opening. I jumped on the subway, <laughs> and I was like, oh, the black people right here. I'm going to go. I was like, I'm going to no, go. No, because I lived in New York for four years, and I'm going to teach you about the subway and seeing black people. From 125th to 116th, I'm going to see black people. But as soon as I get to the 90s and down, the whole subway has completely turned and there are only white people. And from that down to mid-city, downtown, it's completely changed. And I don't really see as many or different but shades listen, of black nah, people. But listen, nah, that's anymore. not what I'm saying. What I I'm know, saying but I'm is, just, I'm listen, you. but okay. <laughs> that's not an excuse. Listen, there are, but he has, if you're in New York, mm-hmm. just because you say you're not riding a subway, <laughs> you're going to go to different communities. Yeah. You're going to see black people speaking Spanish. Yeah. It's inevitable. Yeah. You will see it. You will see somebody who looks just like Charlemagne speaking Spanish. Speaking Spanish. And that's what I saw. It was like my first time on a subway. I'm like, oh, here goes four Charlemagnes. I'm going to be sitting in the back <laughs> with them. And <laughs> I'm just saying they were darker skinned. And. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just chilling next to him, and then they start speaking Spanish. I'm like, oh, right. I wasn't expecting that mm-hmm. because I'm from Los Angeles, and the only people who speak Spanish are Mexican and El Salvadorians. Right. 
and they have a certain I, look. I think that speaks to even going back to when we were talking about the Me Too stuff. Men do not listen to women. They don't. Damn. And for you to have been working in this industry this long, and for you to have been living in New York this long, and you've been bl- blind to this shit. DJ Envy, isn't he fucking Hispanic? No, he's black. He made it a point. He's like, yo, stop calling me Hispanic. I am He's black. just light-skinned. Well, yeah. now he knows how it feels to be confused with some shit. <laughs> but anyhow. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, bitch. Right. But anyhow. Big Patty, bitch. <laughs> the fact that you are so ignorant to, to that, to the point where you would argue this woman who is telling you this is my experience for you to argue her down and say, no, that's not real. But him doing that is all the more reason of why we need people like her in the industry. And I love that she's so adamant about like, fuck that. I want to change my hair right now, but I'm not going to. Right. And I'm going to, listen, I have a purpose. I'm going to bring up somebody who I don't want no beef with, (laughs) but a perfect example of breaking into the business and then becoming who you are is Nicki Minaj. Hmm. Let's be honest. It's true. Let's go. When she first was... All the gimmicks. On the charts. I mean, she's been doing her thing off off the scene for a while. But like when she became mainstream, Mm -hmm. she wasn't who she is now. No. And the idea of changing who you are and conforming to this cookie cutter acceptance template is what people do in the music industry. And to be honest like no one's really checking for that anymore like we don't need any more of the people who they're telling you to be like i think the Ooh. audience would prefer your authenticity and it's cardi b's success exactly. and i also i did want to bring up cardi b again because i feel like it's more than i know we said you know she's light-skinned yeah yeah but i think more than how she looks anything mm-hmm. she's different like she's yeah. she got on quite differently like, yeah her mm-hmm. thing was she kind of crazy. She'll I think say she just whatever. doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, she like, doesn't give a fuck. She's like, I'm, I'm a former stripper. I'll say whatever I want. Exactly. And, and we, that's that. what we fuck. And with. in a world that's so but, manicured and so prepared, having somebody like that on the scene is refreshing as fuck. Mm-hmm. And man, I also all right. So we talked about we were talking about how somebody came in. You know, people are coming in and trying to kind of disguising who they really are. Mm-hmm. And you know, how I told you earlier about um i was watching a documentary about this guy named um fuck i'm gonna oh here it goes corla corla pandit who forget disguise he completely disguised who he was he was a black man from missouri who got into the game as a hindu (laughs) <laughs> like again, wore, I wish I could wore, see facial reaction. Wore, my whole body just like saying into the. <laughs> this is the. I'm showing. I'm showing a picture of him right now to the crew. Oh my god. He was a black man, light skinned black man from Missouri. He got in the game, claiming he was Hindu. He said he was Indian. He said this. He put a turban on, put a little a little that jewel, is so put a little jewel it's in the so front. Disrespectful. But listen, he came in in the what 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. and he did this because he knew as a black man. He wasn't going to be accepted. He wasn't going to be able to play at certain clubs. He actually Jeez. first came in as a Hispanic. He he first he first came into the game as a Mexican. And I forget what his name was, but it was Hispanic. Because now you have a gimmick. It was Spanish. And then um, Sheesh. he realized that wasn't enough. Well, shit. So Tomorrow he, at work, I'm going to be somebody else then. <laughs> if that's all it takes. Girl, no, I told you I'm about to mellow 18% white man. But listen, this, is, but listen, this is a... White man. At that time, that was a very real thing, especially for black folks. If you were lighter, passing was a thing. Yeah. And he passed. He that did pimp, this. The paper bag test. He, he did this, of life. He did this shit his whole career. 
Like, until he died, people did not know this man was a black man. His family knew and wouldn't say anything. You see that racial dolezal? There are better ways. Why you have to bring man, me? Why you have to bring me? Come on, man. I don't that wrong. I, have, I, have family, I have family that pass for white in, mm-hmm. in, uh, in the Creole culture. We call it passe blah. Yeah. But I have one, cut, one uncle, my dad's uncle, who he passed for uh, Native American. Mm. And he told my dad and my uncle never to call him uncle in front of people. Mm. Because his best friend was John Wayne. I can't. He was in. I cannot. So they found out he was black. Because I'm pretty it's sure. It's over. I'm pretty sure the people he hung out with said nigger a lot. Mm. And so, I mean, people did what they had to do to make a living uh, to get on. Damn, dog. That's and deep. it's the funny thing is it's still not really changing. I mean, it's changing. But a lot of people, we're talking about a lot of people who actually did it. And that's why Amara La, um, La Negra is super important because she's completely being herself. Mm-hmm. And she's pushing the envelope even further because she knows how important it is because it's probably some shit, she, like you said, she wants to change her hair. Yeah. So that's not completely being herself, but she understands why it's so important to do what she's it's doing right like now the, not for put, the community right. to grow. Because Afro-Latinas and Afro-Latinos completely are pushed to the side for yes. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll, you'll let them be boxers. You know, you let them, you know, you let them do that, but you're not going to put them on TV. They're not on, they're not on, uh, the novellas as the lead actress, right. the nothing like that. They're going to so be your fucking maids and shit, which. And like they told her she would only be, she like tried to actually do a soap opera. I don't know which Spanish country it was that she was going to shoot it in, but they basically tried to give her the role, like. I think she was going there for one of the leads and they tried, they were like, well, you'll only ever work as if there's a role for a slave or a servant. So, man. And I'm loving that her and so many of the rappers before her, the reggaeton rappers, they pushed that. um, I forget his name from Puerto Rico. He pushed, you know, being of African descent. Um, Um, Damn it. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know. I forget his name. But it's lovely to see this new generation saying, yo, I'm black, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to respect it because they were told for generations yep. to hide that. Yep. Mm-hmm. They tried to whiten Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic was blacker than it is now, and yep. it's still black as fuck. Yeah. Yep. Like, you go there, it's, but they brought people in to whiten that fucking country. Yep. Brazil was blacker than what it is now. They tried to whiten these. Man. Australia, like, that's why I brought up Australia, and they tried to whiten, up, whiten that country more doing that to the aborigines like these are like i said it's more than slavery mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bigger than just that it, mm-hmm. like it's a system it's crazy but um yeah shout out to her though she's dope and she's the finest woman one she's seriously one of the finest women i've ever seen don't let the hip-hop miami come out another episode come out tonight don't know because i don't watch it but, <laughs> you need talking to. To Tanya. but i was watching her you seem to be a big fan of hers so i will say her. the, no, Mi- the miami one is pretty fucking lit I, I will say Instagram that. and Between I was watching Trina a video. Oh, the clips Trick are good. Daddy. The clips are good. Trick Daddy and that beanie. I just want I Trick Daddy to do something with that face. Is he like, about to die? I just need, I feel like somebody <laughs> I feel like somebody needs to in, like, suck it's, some of whatever is in his face out. Just is he like, a corpse just walking around? It looks like he's embalmed. Yeah. It's sad. He's been looking dead for a long time. All right, let's get into these highlights. Okay. Uh I want to get into Marseille Martin. Who, and all of her blackness and dopeness from Blackish, the 
the twin daughter, the young uh, dark skin beauty. Yes, Diane, the smart aleck. Um. But you know what? I root for her the most because a lot of my family and friends say that I was her as a child. I can see that. I can see that. I can no, I just so met see you. that. I just met you. Oh, I love it. I love how natural you are right now on this show. All right. Like, you just jumped in. I love it. Listen. No, nah, but yeah, she's doing big things. She just um, got the green light for her own film that she's trying yeah, to put, like she's, co- up. she's like co- executive producing it and wrote some of the concept for it so like this young black girl is you know she out here doing her thing she's blossoming into a beautiful young woman mm-hmm. it's beautiful to see it's beautiful to see we got black panther coming out have you seen grownish though yes i did so I, I like it a we, lot <laughs> but we need to talk about grownish because i knew when you brought that yeah. up i felt on my left side where john is sitting that there was gonna be some. <laughs> what is he not? What do you not like about it, John? I'm actually surprised that you liked it. I liked um, it. I Did you like, like the first episode though? I only I saw the first episode. Listen, I watched multiple episodes, so I don't even. Remember. Yeah, but you. Like, I probably. You I may have even. I may have even watched it. Um, I may have not watched the first. To say, I may have watched a later one. And but see, back. here's the difference. I've been watching every single episode. I love Yara, so I'm going to watch whatever she does. Yeah, she's I love awesome. Her. She's awesome. Her but mom's awesome, too. I will say, oh, my God, I follow her. I love her. Um, <laughs> but I will say that in watching the first episode, I was gravely underwhelmed. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. So the writing, cute. Mm. But some of the moments, I was kind of like, this is not very real. Nope. And it feels very Dang, cheesy and forced. Maybe like, I didn't see the first episode. You're going to fake cry in this classroom The episode now. with the classroom and the Okay, I didn't see the, I didn't even I see the first like, episode. Right. And I feel like because shit. you saw the other episodes, which I will say to you, it that better. it's getting better. Okay. But that first episode, if that's all you've seen, then you're not really... I saw that first episode and I checked it right on out. I said, listen, I'm going to support from afar because this one ain't for me. (laughs) But, you know, I tune in. I'm still watching. It's getting better. Good. Okay. The storyline is progressing. Um, Because I know we're going to jump to Black Panther and I don't want to forget this Mm -hmm. because I may. Mm -hmm. Colin Kaepernick. Oh. If you guys follow Colin Kaepernick, uh, this last uh, couple weeks he's been doing... um, his final hundred thousand dollars that he has pledged to give of his million that he has pledged that wow. he has given he's given nine nine hundred thousand for sure. Well, actually, he's up to I believe nine hundred and seventy thousand. But he did a special for a special two weeks for his last uh, hundred thousand called Ten for Ten, mm-hmm. and every day he is donating ten thousand dollars, and someone else is joining in to also donate ten thousand mm. dollars, which hope. has been. Somebody so, is rubbing that man's feet at night. <laughs> I hope man, he's getting them that hair cornrowed and scalp grease his, to perfection. His girl, um, Nessa, she, she, I, I saw, I read something that she said about him. She said he is Keep just it. all about the work. He was a black girl. She's Egyptian. Okay, you seen she Nessa? Have, you seen Nessa on High ninety seven? Oh, that's who she. Yeah, is? Nessa. Oh, let me look shit. at Nessa. Uh, well, look at him now. Um, <laughs> funny thing is, Nessa used to date one of another player on the team before Kyle. I think Kyle snatched her before up. she woke up and got woke. Come on now, Nessa. Okay. So we're not gonna talk about Nessa like that, <laughs> right? Okay? No, nah, I like Nessa. I, no, I she's dope. Nessa, she's actually. always she's always been consistently dope. I have nothing bad to say about Nessa. So, um, oh, you know, beautiful. he started with mm-hmm. the ten for ten. So every day he's donating to a different organization. And first 10 he did uh, for this last $100,000 mm-hmm. 
Kevin Durant came through and said, I'm a match of 10 for this yes. community. And the person that he's matching with decides to pick what organization it goes to. Mm-hmm. So first was Kevin Durant. Then the next one was Jesse Williams. Mm-hmm. Then yes, Steph, then Steph Curry. And then Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg actually added an additional 15000 So yes. it came up from 20000 to 35000 And then he had Serena Williams. Come on, black community. Then T.I., then Janae. I love it. And Chris Brown added to the Janae another ten thousand, so it was thirty thousand dollars total for okay. that for that organization organization. And then Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon donated ten, Nick but then Cannon he said But then Nick that. Cannon said, you know what? He do. Twenty thousand instead of ten. You see? He As got he a lot should. Of money. And then Joey <laughs> Badass added to that. Nice. Another ten thousand dollars. It was for uh change the NYPD. Um, the organization is called Communities United for Police Reform. This is our literal modern day, like, he's our, he's one of the heroes. Like, I don't even know what else to. You can start comparing he him now. Up his livelihood you can for start us. comparing him now to the people that you said stop comparing him to. Yeah. The Muhammad Ali's. And I, you can actually. There's, there's it's damn, fine to do yo. it because he's dedicated his life. Don't nobody. It's okay to say he's like that them. kind of shit. Right. Because it could have been so easy for him to be like, I'm not really worried about y'all. I'm getting this check. I have to do a show. Yeah, up like most and athletes. Get these coins. <laughs> yeah, and we and I'm not mad so at. Yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Look, I'm, I'm not mad at other athletes for not, not being Colin Kaepernick. Not at all. That's just hard. Because I wouldn't do the shit. <laughs> look, not everybody's built for this. No, you have to have a look. That man had a plan. He knew that you know if I do this, I'm be all right. Yeah, and the trust in your people oh. to know like you know what I know they got you. my back. Yeah. And let's be, and let's talk about the fact Steve. that this and is, he's light skin. Can we talk about that? <laughs> Yeah, he's half he's half white. Listen. He is biracial. And y'all don't I mean, let's be real. Forget just being half white. A lot of people didn't know he was black. That's true. Because mm-hmm. Kaepernick is not his like that's his adoptive name. Mm. He was adopted by a white family. Didn't know that. This part. is a man that's and half Kaepernick black. Kaepernick also has not a black, like rooted last name anyway. I mean, none of our names are none black. of our names are. I mean, are. but I'm just saying, like, to be serious. What's, what's your last name? Don't put my government out on the internet. I'm just saying. I'm going to your next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to say. I'm no, pretty sure it was said. No, stereotypical to the fact that he didn't have to be openly black if he didn't want oh, to. Oh, no, like, no, no, no. You mean like yes. a Jones or a James? Right. Like, <laughs> not a Jones. No, you're right. You're right. He could have said. Because people thought he was Middle Eastern. There was one football player who was that. like, why you doing all this shit? He ain't even black. <laughs> Ignorant. Oh, my God. <laughs> but. That's the definition of it because he did yeah. not know. Because yeah. a lot of people did not know. I wasn't sure. He ain't even black. I wasn't sure. But that brother did his like he knew he found out who his who his parents were because mm-hmm. he was adopted by yeah, white people, yeah. and I, he is also a kappa. Like, didn't know that part. Yeah, he's yeah, a kappa. I didn't know that. Um, okay, but break life in here, you know. <laughs> Come on, AKA. Come on, Tanya. But no, it's you know it's a it's a beautiful thing, and he is the he's the model. We don't have to be just like him, but at least know there is somebody like. This. It's nice to know it's we possible can, in this time day and oh, age man. Mm-hmm. that somebody can sacrifice. If somebody loves themselves, us, yeah, this much, mm. and he's still getting shit for it, man. Look, but let's okay. Let's he's and getting, he's light skin. He's getting shit for it. He's getting shit for this. He can't get a job in the NFL when he's surely qualified. Mm-hmm. But he does have two point three million followers on. Uh, so I noticed when we brought so up Jesse Williams. He made a sound. What's your what's what's 
Elaborate. I mean, you know, I had the privilege of standing next to him in line last year at Complex Con. Oh. Him and his wife. And now... Oh, before he left her. Mm-hmm. And now him and old girl, don't remember her name. Cause really Are they name. together, actually? No. They're breaking up. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Life happens. I get that. But I just, you know, and this is just me being myself. But mm-hmm. I have to be honest. I felt some type of way. About... When I heard about new girl. Why? Because I... What, wait, for the people who don't know anything about why... Wh- what is the new girl? What's and she about? What? And I purely base this off my own experience. Right, and I right. can't, you know, equate to what other people's feelings are. Mm-hmm. But I do remember that when I saw him and, like, spoke to his wife very casually and I saw the two of them together, I was like, this is nice right. to see. At this level. Right. Mm-hmm. And she, they both were very comfortable. It didn't look like she had on makeup, maybe very light makeup. Just looking great. Black mm-hmm. woman, happy to be here. Happy to be, you know, sharing this experience with you. Right. So for him to be this, like, catalyst and very, like, outspoken, like, activist in the mm-hmm. community, and then you are leaving your wife for this other woman. Has nothing to do with it. It doesn't, but it also still it very much plays It wasn't for the other woman, though. But it, I'm telling you from perception, mm-hmm. and this is why I'm saying this is my experience right, 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 right. and how it looks. I can't help but feel a way. This and is I a white still, woman, by the way, y'all. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't pick up on that. But I still, you know, I still like him and I respect what he's done outside right. of his personal relationship. But you're a celebrity and we are now invited into your bedroom. Facts. So I'm I mean, entitled to I, have my opinion on what you do in your bedroom because facts. you're famous. But I don't, I don't know to do, but just being a man. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure he didn't leave his wife because of the woman. I think he just left his wife, which is fine. And I, I, I kind <laughs> I hate to be it's this. A, it's I a hate really to be tricky, this guy, but I'm gonna be this guy yes. right now. I'm gonna be this guy right now. Okay. As soon as I saw his wife, I said, I don't know how long this is gonna last. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, in the same tone that you say that, which is why when I saw them together, I was like, wow, you know, this is nice. You thought he was a really good guy. You were like, man, he's so good. I was like, you are a stand-up gentleman. Because you know she ain't that hot. No, listen, but don't do that. (laughs) I had to pull up a little bit more. Oh, shit, I need some time. I to stretch my limbs real I quick. got another bottle if y'all want. Oh, all right. I'm already sweating under sure my pits. I, I would yeah. take some more, but I just, you know, I just felt some type of way. But I'm, you know, I'm indifferent because mm-hmm. I'm also a dark-skinned woman. Oh, shit. I'm going to try shoes. societal measures. I don't know, but I'm obviously harping on it too much because regardless of oh, who he's going to be with. I just. That's is- what I'm saying, though, because that's. In comparison to where he went and where he was, there was like a little, you know, it was a little more on the spectrum. I just I mean, but he, feel... I knew he wasn't going to be with that woman that long. I really knew this. This is my thing with interracial dating and our people who we like look to, to like be our image of blackness. I mean, you... to be honest, most famous black men aren't with black women anyway. Right. But so. when they do end up with, with white women, I just feel like there's an unfair... How do I say this? Because it's not necessarily un it's unfair, but it's not unwarranted. Mm-hmm. Because you do have Serena Williams and her sister who are with white men. You know what? And when that happens, black women go, You go girl. Get you a- you better get no, you. A- no, Serena no, no, no. got so much heat. 
But I got heat. But, but, I, but the level that a black man but, does when he's no, with a white woman, and she shouldn't get it. She should not get it. You're right. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. I'm just pointing out. But I'm but I'm gonna say this. Because she should not get any kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Because black women have had to deal with this for so long. True. Like, come on, man. Let's be honest. The pool for dating for black women, mm-hmm. and they really want to date black men. Yeah. They really want to. We do. But most of the time, we ain't on their level. We're not in there. We're not. We're not where they because work. Of whatever various. Uh, for sure. Shit but I'm just saying. Right. We're not where they work. We're yeah. not in the same same True. like businesses, corporations. I mean, I We're not. Right. We don't have the same status. None mm-hmm. of that shit. And they still want to fuck with us. They right. still go out of their way to fuck with us. And I feel like it's not reciprocated. By no, that's what I. This is gotcha. my point. It's but not then, but, but because I have heard my though. cousin say, "Man, you got to get your white girl if you want to get to the next level." I'm like, "Motherfucker, oh you God. are a football coach. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this, is this the same cousin? Because wait a no, minute. Listen, I have a ton of, I have a ton of cousins. He's like, I got a ton of cousins. Say. That's just him. I like, I have thirteen. I think my only thing is for everybody to love Jesse Williams so much, and the minute. They found out it was a white girl that he it's was with. It's because you build this fantasy yeah, of who right. this person. But that's is. not. But that's not yeah. his. That's not has. That's nothing to do with him. You're the right, fantasy, and that's why I said that it's purely based on my own. Right, like, but not just you. I'm speaking for all of the black women that I've heard talk shit about it. You cannot build these people up in your mind to be this thing. As long as he's doing the job that he's supposed to do for our community, you could be fucking a goddamn <laughs> tree. I don't give a goddamn who you pick in the bed. <laughs> Because that then it, then it becomes well, who can I and can I not date without y'all going? You're not my hero anymore. Well, okay, I'm gonna say this because I am one of those. I I have been one of those people who have <laughs> I'm super like, yo, if you're gonna talk that shit, you gotta we gotta build up this community. We gotta build up this True. blackness. True. And your woman needs to be black. Like if you're gonna talk that shit, but. We are human, and we also mm-hmm. victim of circumstance. No, I'm just, which and is we, we don't yeah, talk about that later. But we are human, <laughs> so sometimes there is like it's not like that white woman or that Hispanic woman or anything. Like it's not like that's an alien. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like that's that. Hilarious. So sometimes you're you're with these people and you're like you mesh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can fight it as much as you want. A soulmate is a soulmate. And mm-hmm. they fit. Mm-hmm. Like, you... Look, I... <laughs> all right, I'm going to say something that's probably going to get me a lot of... <laughs> Look, you... We do it all the time. Look, it's fine, a, it's fine. A, you're not, you're not a host? single black woman, and, you know, I have sorority sisters, friends who I grew up with, whatever, who, you know, date outside of our culture, mm-hmm. which I'm completely open to. But, to be honest... If I'm ever faced with that option, in the back of my mind runs the idea and the notion that you may not truly be interested in me, that it's a infatuation Mm -hmm. with the product that I am and the fact that you have not been exposed to this, this culture, this lifestyle Mm. your entire life. Speak on it. So that makes me hesitant to buy into whatever it is you're selling. True. Which is bad, but it's my reality. I mean, it is. It is. It is a reality. Because I'm, sure. I'm gonna just say, it, white men love the chocolates, but I don't. Much like I don't white women you. love the chocolates. Right, I don't <laughs> believe you. 
They looking for that big it's, black and it's dick. So, and it's so funny because <laughs> the way we bring that... Black we, women looking for the, the deep pockets. The, the, way, the way we discuss... My pockets are deep. I don't need nobody else's pockets. Yes, queen. The way, the way we discuss like interracial dating is funny because there's a way we do it. Like, guys, we're like, man, I'm going to have to go get me a white girl. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go get me an Asian. I'm gonna have to go get me like there's a there's a YG song where he's like, like I gotta get me a Mexican, something exactly like that. I mean, he says it differently. You're talking about. But <laughs> it's funny because we say this because there's something about it being it seeming easier to us, mm-hmm. like that maybe they deal with some shit that that's a good point that we know black women may not deal with. But that's a um, perception because until you've met every single black woman, you cannot assess. Exa- what and I have told them. people this. I have said this. I'm like, yo, guess what? Because I've dated ninety some percent of the women I've dated have been black. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear that. And they have dealt with a lot of <laughs> shit, <laughs> and they were okay with it. Right. We just didn't fit in the long run. But like, look, they cook, they clean, they suck, they did whatever. Because everybody says, oh, black women don't suck dick. They don't do... No, they would do whatever. That's a lie. And they would even... They... If I wanted to bring a girl in, plenty of them wanted that too. They were down. So that's false. But we say we want to... And I will say, I get it. I get mm-hmm. why, this, why this is being said. When you go... like, Because dudes would say, I'm going to Orange County. Go get me some Asians. <laughs> You're like a little superstar when you walk in. The corny motherfucker that couldn't get the black girl because he's a goober yeah. and he needs to find somebody who he can actually be himself around and feel comfortable around. He can go to the Asian spot yeah. or the Mexican spot and look like the cool guy until the cooler, natural black dude comes. Shows up. And they're like, oh, um, Terrence, you're kind of whack. We're going to go with Joe, who is <laughs> way cooler than you Interesting, because your name is also Joe. Look, I couldn't think of another ha, name. Ha. That's why I, I encourage do that, the, That's why I encourage the black nerd community. Okay. Mm. God damn it, dude. Because there's there's plenty of black women that would be like, "Yo, he's so smart. I fuck with him." Mm-hmm. Like there are a bunch of black female nerds. Yeah. But living in LA, I feel like mm. oh, that's a different place. Mm. Right. In my experience, because I lived in New York, I lived in South Florida, and now I'm here, and I feel like. Living in LA, there's definitely an expectation of what you're going to be like when I meet men. From like first dates, point blank, they're just like, oh, so you don't you don't like club? Like that's not like your scene? And I'm like, no, I have to be at work at 8.30, so I'm usually in my bed by 9, work out by 7 a.m. Like I have shit to do. Like, no, I'm not twerking for everybody who's throwing singles at me like that's not what wait thing. who are you talking to who are these people and also <laughs> in la people don't understand the concept of different types of black if one more person asks me if i'm nigerian or like the basic things that they learned about at the coffee shop today no there are other places that black people can be from there are other cultures wait that's a black, black person that said that no these are oh. just any people like okay. black hispanic okay. white like I'm just like, LA, why are you doing this to me? Listen, I am an LA Girl, native. You know I feel you. I'm an, I am an LA native. Joe, talk to me then because I have questions. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've said this. There's a difference though between the LA that Joe is from and the LA that we get to see all the time because we're not exposed to black people. I, you're, you're very Because right. when I be going to like his functions and shit, 
So oh I've been on a This quest. is where y'all are at. Oh it, my no, God. This is so important because since Tries I moved here, I have been on the quest. Like immediately I landed at LAX, got to my apartment, was like, where the black people at? And then the black people that we come in contact with, they love white people. Right. So they're not checking for us so anyway. I'm like, so y'all don't want to go. And they're like, uh, no, I'm trying to uh, go It's meet. exhausting. Right. And I'm going to be honest, like, I, it's never going to be the same as it is in, like, on the East Coast. Mm. It's yeah. not. Because yeah. I have been to, like, all right, say the East Coast. Say New York, D.C. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, I'm going to go to a hood spot. Go to a hood you spot. You options. You want to go to a black spot that's not hood. You, you got options. options. True. You don't have that same option here. You do not. If you go to a hood, if you want to go to see some black folks, it's going to be hood. <laughs> We don't so have. So I learned. Yeah, that's it. A I few mean, now ago. I mean our parties, the parties that uh, me and my folks throw, tacos and paint. We bring that. We bring a cool. It's uh, a nice amalgamation of yeah, we're of cool, different um, walks of life of black folk. folk in there who I'm are still not really hood. Jealous because I haven't been. Yeah, it's. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we all got a little hood in us, of course. We know what that is, but mm-hmm. we, you know what that means. Like yeah. we're progressive folk. And yeah. you'll get that when you come, which is different than, you know, going to the court and shit. <laughs> Go, I mean, and I love the court. I love the court. I love the court. I love it. But Listen, if I have to go to one like, more dive bar for the work happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But it's so haircut. different. But it's so different when you go to the East Coast. And I, and I see this. You know, I go to New York often. I go to D.C. and I see. How different it is. I'm like, and I love it. It's so like, it's like I'm always, I I'm like, why did y'all come to LA? And I say this to people all the time, like, why did you come here? It's, it's so beautiful over there. All the time. It's so black. It is. Like, it's so many different. If we can take the blackness of the culture from the east and uh, bring it to this weather. Uh, it'd be perfect. Uh, it would be, be honest, heaven. The only reason why black people is over here because ain't no snow. It's opportunity. Literally opportunity and no snow. Even in the Bay. <laughs> even in the Bay, you can you can find a little bit of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I did love that about in Oakland. Oakland. I yeah. love Oakland for that. Yeah. Do it. Go, go there while you can and get it because it's, oh, it's on its way out. It's on its way out. They're trying to get they them out. They're pushing them out. Oh, man. San Francisco is done. Sad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I'm, and I look, people may be mad at me for saying this. Hmm. And it's definitely not all of us. But one thing I have noticed for sure the dark skinned black woman gets. Way more play on the East Coast mm-hmm. than oh she God, will yes. on the West Coast, specifically Los Angeles, yeah, um, Southern California. Yeah, um, hi, it's been two years, and I'm like, what the fuck? In New York, I remember like because you guys will get it from everybody, from Black, Puerto Rican, Dominican, it's, White. Everybody will come after you on the East Coast. I've seen that the with East Coast, my own everybody's eyes. Mom. <laughs> um, I saw. I remember. I will never forget. This Puerto Rican dude, or Dominican, I don't know. I didn't ask him, but he was Latin. <laughs> I could tell. And he ran off the subway to holler at a very dark-skinned lady who was bad. Mm-hmm. But he jumped off that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Missed his stop game, and all that man. shit it's to go true. holler. Like, hey, he's like, hey, my. <laughs> they know what's up. Free coffees, wraps on my way out the subway. Like, there's yes. just like, it's not the same no. coming out here. Same like, thing in D.C. And, oh. Down south, I mean. But okay, so just to, just to just to circle back, just real quick, it also kind of makes even a lot more sense. Like when we talked about black women dating outside of their race, mm-hmm. some of the black women 
well, a lot of black women who end up dating outside of their race are from communities like the West Coast or like different states where they don't get that kind of love for their dark skin. And they go to somewhere like Morocco, like my fucking auntie, mm-hmm. and these men are literally trying to kiss your fucking feet. I will so say, it's like, I travel a lot internationally and they love dark skinned black women, like, because it's an, a rarity for them. It's not something they see and it's just back to that point of truly appreciating what you are as a product though mm-hmm. because you I have seen this before then you do have to before. find out if it's a, a fetish, right. fetish or or if you're really trying yeah. to be down with me and even if you yeah. are really trying to be down we can never share in the same experience mm. which is something that's very important to me like I don't ever want to feel like I need to break it down for you mm-hmm. as to why I'm emotionally or mentally drained yeah because you'll never understand what it's like to be a black person in America yeah. Yeah. Okay, too deep, too deep. Okay, we're back. Nah. Um, nah. <laughs> okay, so uh, what's next on the highlights list? <laughs> Black um, Panther. Black you know? Panther. Y'all get them pre-sale tickets yet? No? Anybody? No, because I'm so, not going with these motherfuckers. Joe, I, you're coming to the Crenshaw Theater with us, and then no, the next day, go see it by yourself. I'm about to go see it with some white grannies and some little kids. And you're going to get mad, because it's going to be weak I'm as fuck. I'm just sad that theater. I'm not going to be here to go to the Crenshaw Theater. I'm going to be in D.C. So oh, I'm even better. With, I'm going to rock with you that. Wait, the city. You good. The 16th. Right? Oh yeah, I gotta. I, yeah, I'll just be getting back from New Orleans for Mardi Gras, motherfuckers. Uh, so you going to Mardi Gras? Of course, you should come. Okay, come That's through. That's really we out here. I, That's I have cute. a speaker engagement, so I can't attend. Oh, excuse oh, us, speaker. Oh, special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna skip this one just because it's kind of sad. So I'm gonna live for the end. Oh. Uh, wait, wait, wait! Before we leave Black Panther. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what do you guys expect? You expecting a good movie? I'm expecting. An action-packed movie. Same. That's all I care about. And what I will say it's with a this movie. cast, you know. that's why I'm expecting action because you don't get to see a full cast of black people. Man. And it's black. The right. previews no, in itself black. have been like, it's I'm like, it's give me more. It's right. really the it's, aesthetics. No, the, it's like, like you ain't got a question. Like, you ain't got a question. It's blackness nice. either. It's oh, also shout to my homegirl Carrie Barons who's playing uh, one of the. Ballhead, beautiful warrior sisters. Yes, I don't know. ballheaded sister. She posted yes. that show on her Instagram the other day, and I was like, "Oh, bitch, that's you!" <laughs> like, From one bald head to another. That yes, yes, I love the baldies. All right. Y'all out here, <laughs> here doing it. Shouts to Car- Carrie. Was that? Listen, it's, okay. it's a, a special What's her name kinda... again? Carrie. It's your oh, friend. Barons. Sorry, I thought you were talking about her. <laughs> 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 Hi, I'm Tanya. <laughs> no, nah, I, I just feel like it takes a special kind of uh, black woman to be a certain kind of confident in herself and self-knowing to get the shortcut. Yeah. You know what? To be honest, I was just like, Lord, I'm going to rest my laurels on these cheekbones, and if this don't work, it's going to Because, you know, because you're blessed. Because you're yeah, blessed. Look. Not everybody can, can think like that. I thank my mama and Diddy Listen, I feel like I'm losing my hair. I feel like I'm losing my hair, so I've been growing out my beard to replace it. Oh, um, so you're trying to balance. Joe, why do you think I have hair on my head right now? I thought I was losing my hair, so. No, I'm about to. Like, right, I thought you about know what it. the difference is? John has struggled with growing out his facial hair most of his life. Me so. too. I was me okay. Too. First of all, <laughs> I was a late bloomer to puberty. I didn't get armpit hair until like the second half of senior year. So. What the fuck? Exactly. God I've known this man way too long. Way too long. That's I, I just started looking like a man but like here he two is years with ago. Some facial hair. <laughs> we are so proud. My beard is still a struggle, but this is why I'm important to <laughs> everyone. Perseverance. <laughs> This is why I'm in perseverance. Perseverance is this beer right here. The struggle is real. Take Amen. your vitamins, drink your water. Oh, Amen. Amen. You can have a beard too. Multivitamins. 
Mm. Oh, I'm drinking hella water. Come on now. I'm using oils. I'm using emu oil. That's not even. Oh, that's not to that. That's not even oil. Oh, I used it when I was in New York because my cousin oil? Ashley, oh, I love you. you. Yeah. Thank you. My cousin, my cousin Ashley has some. <laughs> it just sound more African saying jojoba. <laughs> wait, wait. Did I use that? No, no. I use uh, black castor oil. Oh, get uh, you some castor. The that Jamaican castor will do it too. That's what I. That's what I use. Okay. Oh, you know, you know, my people. Because I fuck with y'all. <laughs> well, you want to get them edges back, ladies. Get that castor oil. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Come on, uh, edge control. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so. Um, what's next? Sundance? Uh, yo, Sundance yeah, is black as like, hell this year. That shit hella lit. Macro? Ma- was, is it macro? macro? It's macro. Macro what though? Like, is it? Like, uh, there's a site, yeah, there's a site. I know it's, I forget, a, it's Charles King's. It's, um, yes. He was with WME. He was yeah, an agent there. In a white ass WME. <laughs> left, started Macro. His first big hit was fucking Fences. They put mm. on, they produced some of the best shit we've seen in the last two years, the most award-winning stuff. So shouts to them. Shouts to all the seen uh, Lena Waith and that click and Issa and M and Lakeith Stanfield and Man. Tessa Thompson. It was, it was oh, black so and lovely. Lakeith Stanfield and Tessa Thompson are in uh, a film. Right, they are, right? Called, I keep seeing um, the promo for it, but see. I don't know It's what called it is. Sorry to Bother You. Ah. Yes, I have many. And it's getting, it got the major production deal yeah, today, it's right? It's by Boots Riley. If you, you, guys don't yes. know, you guys don't know who Boots is, but Boots is from Oakland. Yeah. He's he's from a, a rap group. He mm-hmm. was in a rap group called The Coop that I loved back in the day. Oh yeah, he is in Atlanta. Um, the Coop, they um, they were very they were like black revolutionary type rappers. They're like on some Public Enemy, but next level. Um, love Boots, but anyway, that's his movie. Um, sorry to bother you. Mm-hmm. And do a little history on Boots, man. They're recently they're uh, the DJ from the group uh, DJ Pam. She passed away, which sucked. Um, she was really dope. She's do a trick where she would like scratch with her titty. Uh, okay. It was it was dope. It was dope. It wasn't. Uh, her name was I Pam the Functress. Listen, a talent is a talent. Yeah, her name is Pam the Functress. She was actually really one of the best DJs. Um, but yeah, check out the coupe. Uh Boots Riley. Sorry to bother you. Killed it at Sundance with Lakeith Stanfield and Tessa Thompson. And yeah, I'm super happy about that because I've been a fan for so long, man. That dude is super talented. It's lit. Um, and I think we're going to end it with that with one of the Coop songs. Hold up, motherfucker. I ain't done. Nah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When, <laughs> we, like, end it, when we end it, the song no, I'm going to end it with is going to be the Coop. got more stuff to talk about. Well, actually, I just wanted to shout out Michael B. Jordan's production company that um, Alana Mayo, who is now engaged to actually Lena Waithe, is uh, going to be heading. So that's pretty dope. And I love that Michael B. Jordan reached out to a black woman, a black woman, a young black woman to keep it, you know, young and black. So that's cool. A lot of times, you know, people Keeping try to it in the culture. get white folks to help him out. And I, I love that he's trying to build this world around himself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the and last I, thing. Go ahead. I recently got to experience like, like some real like dope black shit. Um, I was at Issa's. Issa Rae's oh, birthday man, party. man, I was so fucking jealous of you. Oh, was so, that looked like the So best. much fun. It was just so beautiful because it wasn't extra out. It wasn't mm-hmm. like nothing was forced. It was just these are people who care for each other. They're genuinely yeah. that, like they genuinely time. like each other and are friendly with, with each other, it. you know, and it, they had a fucking great time. It was like, yo, yeah, we doing what we doing, but we still... Are who we are. We right. about to fucking have some fun and twerk and. I feel like what that party shit. looked like was like, if 
Instagram existed when, we like, well, even before that, in, like, the 90s when, like, Martin and Living Single and all them shows was popping, like, Mm. all of the parties that they would probably throw each other that we would never see. Right. Remember? like, that was, like, a little bit of, like, was that how it was? Have y'all seen Brooklyn Bohem? I have not. Okay, I feel like I need to grab... A, I need to have a night where I grab everybody up and we watch Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bohemian. Oh, yes, I know what you're talking about. Because it's like, it was like the Harlem Renaissance mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Spike the Lee 90s with Spike Lee, mm-hmm. uh, Rosie Perez, mm-hmm. uh, Wynton Marcellus, um, just a bunch of them, like the whole Do the Right Thing crowd, all of these cats. Erica Badu was in it. Love it. Yeah, it was just so dope. And it we get into this because everybody's fucking with each other. And one thing I saw Issa say, like, you know, it's not um, fucking with, you know, like trying to reach out to people, you know, higher than you. And I. Like, let's yeah, come work, up together. Work with the person next to like, you. Like, yeah. you know, you my folks, let's bring, let's bring each other up. And you can, it's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, We're to be honest, that's something as I move up in my career that's very important to me because there's not a lot of us in digital media who look like me. <laughs> so I'm trying to pull all the black people that I can. Like, let me equip you with what you need to get in the door. Yeah. So I respect that. Well, on that note, I do have to turn the turn the page a little bit and turn the tone a little bit. Um, I don't know if some of you follow me on Instagram or some of you follow anybody from Howard University on Instagram or who went to Howard University. Uh, the homie Robert Lawrence, he was class of 2012. He's been missing since January 3rd. And it's, I mean, dude is literally six foot four, 178 pounds. A six foot four, 178 pound black man does not just go missing for this long. So if y'all know anything, please, like his family's number is 212-421-8781. The other number for them is 917-658-1180. Um, he was last seen on Roosevelt Island. He has a st- he has a star tattoo under his wrist. It says Sage, Kaya, and Keisha on his left arm. I mean, it's it's another one of those cases where black people go missing, and typically this this kind of shit gets like brushed under the rug and go, oh well. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and there's there's so many there's so many black folks missing in this country, and uh, I think it's I think it's time that we start to find different ways to to locate each other. I don't know. I don't know what the process is, but yeah, again, if y'all know anything about Rob Lawrence or his disappearance, please speak up because this shit is crazy. I've seen posts about him a bunch of times. And yeah. It is crazy that... It's weird, yo. Nothing, nothing has come out of this. Because he's not even the type... Like, I wasn't close with him like that. I don't, I, I've seen him in passing, but he's definitely not the type to just like, fuck y'all, I'm about to do my own... You know what I'm saying? Like, some yeah. people might... Might do that, but it's strange. Mm. All right, well, look, y'all, you heard it. Motherfuckers, we back in this bitch. We are. Um, So, uh, yeah, we're going to be coming back with another one very soon, and it's going to be new and improved. We have new equipment coming. Yee. Um, we're going to have <laughs> some guests on the way. We have some guests uh, scheduled, just like our guest who was so amazing today. We have, we have <laughs> so some nice. coming. You're going to be very impressed with the kind of shit that we got going on. Yeah, for sure. And um, I plan on getting us out there like on some real like public appearance type shit so y'all can see us more, man. We got we to gotta get this reach. We got to reach more. Yeah. You know, to a friend. season one was lit. And I want you to be know. happy to tell your friend. 
Yeah. Like, I want you to be excited. Be like, man, have you heard this? And more importantly, y'all need to catch these facials. So I feel like... Oh, yeah, no. See. And video is coming. I'm like, damn, what's wrong with my skin? No. Why need a video, facial? Video is Jeez. coming. Video is coming for sure. Because it adds to the conversation. No, video is coming for sure. We've definitely been uh, talking to some folks about that. So it's coming. Yeah. We just don't want to do your yeah, no, no, try to no, be no bootleg for, shit for yeah. y'all. If we going to do video. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing bootleg for so long. Yeah, y'all can't see this. We That's why bootleg. it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all saw all the shit that was going on right now. Um, but, yeah. We back. Woo. And we're going to keep it going. We're going to be consistent with it. And we love y'all, man. We love the support. Tell a friend. Tell your mammy. Be blessed this week. All right. And, yo, so I promise uh, this is um, the coup called... Fat cats and bigger fish. I started right in the middle. Go check it out for yourself. Clutch tight like a fist on the coke shop. I look down and I hear my stomach growling. Step to Burger King to attack it like a child. I never pay for things that I could get by doing dirt. Linger to the girl, cashier, and start to play. All up in her face and her breath was like murder. Them the things I do for a free hamburger. Well, you got my number. You gonna call me tonight? It depends. It's them burgers attached to a price. I'm just kidding. I could call, even write you love letters. Thanks for the burgers. Um, put me up with a Dr. Pepper. That's cool. You want some ice? Yeah, and some fries would be hella nice. Damn. My manager's I'm about to hit it. Like a million bucks, I'll be the flyest mother in the Afro in a touch. My arm is at a right angle up, silver tray in my hand. May I interest you in some caviar, man? My eyes shoot around the room, bearing here. Noticing the diamonds in the chandelier. Background, Barry Manilow, Copa Cabana, and a strong damn scent of Stokies from Havana. What no place where a brother might be. Snobby old ladies drinking champagne with rich white men. All right, then, let's begin this. Nights like this is good for business. Five minutes in the mix, notice several different clicks talking. Giggling the strip and one big baller in the twix and everybody else jacking him, throttling. Found out later he on Coca-Cola bottling. Talking to a black man, who's he confused? Me looking hella bougie. Booty all tight and sedity. Recognize him as the mayor of my city who treats young black men like Frank Nitty. Mr. Coke said to Mr. Mayor, you know we got a process like ice tea's here. We put up the funds for your election campaign. And oh, um, waiter, can you bring the champagne? Our real estate firm says opportunities arousing to make some condos out of low-income housing immediately. We need some media heat to say that gangs run the street and then we bring in the police fleet. Harass and beat everybody till they look inebriated. When we buy the land, these black folks gonna appreciate it. Don't worry about the urban league of Jesse Jackson. My man that owns Marlboro donated a fat sum. That's when I step back some to contemplate what you know. Sat down. Wrestle with my thoughts like a sumo Ain't no one player that could beat this lunacy Ain't no hustler on the street could do a whole community This is how deep it can get It reads macaroni on my birth certificate Putting Tang is my middle name But I can't hang, I'm getting hustled Only knowing half the game Get down